1: What's up, Nash? Welcome to the Game Garage, a show where we play tabletop role-playing games. My name is Jared Logan. I'm the Game Master, and I have brought three incredible people to play an incredible, brand-spanking new game for you, our viewership today, uh, our listenership. uh, We are playing Hunter the Reckoning from Renegade Game Studios this game is so new, I don't even have a physical book in my hand. It only exists in the digital web. Uh, and here to play it with us today are, uh, some fantastic performers, some fantastic players. You know her from, uh, our Blades in the Dark show, Haunted City. She's a fantastic improviser, role player, and actress. Josephine McAdam. What's up, Joe?
2: Hi. Hi. Did you, did you like not know what to do with your hands because you didn't have the book to, like, I know,
1: usually I hold the book up, and this time I'm just like, but what is... Uh, uh, and then I just put my hands over my crotch in a protective gesture. Um, good. All, also with us, and uh, this is going to tie in a little bit to how we play this game, Hunter the Reckoning. Also with us today, the two co-hosts and stars of the mega-podcast... Uh, Gifted improvisers uh, and performers Please welcome Greg Hess and Holly Laurent What's up guys? What's
0: up? <laughs> How you doing? We're so good so I'm good. so excited to play this game I'm a little terrified You just terrified. got back
1: from Portugal Yes <laughs> And you have a little bit of the Portuguese crud <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah We so-
0: sounded like a couple of chain smokers on here for the first episode It's because we got a little bit of the, the uh, the grip but But this is
1: let this be a lesson to you audience you still show up for your role-playing sessions even (laughs) when you're sick whoa oh yeah oh yeah especially digital ones don't let covid stop you from slaying an ogre (laughs) okay you show up should have made everybody wear a mask in here
3: i am taking a covid test as soon as we're done with this
1: (laughs) (laughs) Look, we're all completely safe because we're in separate locations. That's so right. so the most important thing is that we sit down and play a role-playing game. That's <laughs> that's right. The most important thing in my life and I'm going to make sure it's in your life too um so uh here we are we're playing hunter the reckoning um some people listening watching might not be aware of what this game is so it's part of the world of darkness series of games which Ooh. includes a very famous game called vampire the masquerade which i personally have played 68 episodes of that can be uh found on youtube um this I think game you played more
2: is- episodes than me
1: Oh, I've played a lot of Vampire. Oh, boy, do I know the world of Vampire the Masquerade. I'm an honorary vamp. Damn, um, cool. This game is about the opposite side of the spectrum. <laughs> Instead of monsters, it's about hunters, people who hunt the supernatural um, in a in a dark and gritty gothic punk world, although our world might be... Uh, it might be colored slightly differently because we decided to do something interesting. We decided to maybe focus the game a little bit more, come up with sort of a, what you might call a campaign frame for it. All of our characters that we're going to create in just a minute here are going to be part of the same church. We decided everybody's part of a church together. So, before we get into all that, I just wanted to know, like, what kind of religious background are people coming from? And uh, I know Greg and Holly have a lot to say about this, probably, but Joe, I don't know anything about your sort of, your religious upbringing. Did you have IRL? one? IRL? IRL. IRL. yeah. Uh,
3: or
2: is it, or is it no. too personal to share? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's not. Uh, it's pretty much non-existent i think i was baptized
0: <laughs> you think?
2: Catholic.
0: You better figure that you better figure that out oh, i was
2: very young uh but i don't think i was i never went i never went to church i think i think something happened when we there was like a distinct experience when we moved to the u.s i think we we went to church when i was younger when we moved to the u.s We went with a friend who was like eight or nine months pregnant, and not a single person got up to let her sit down in the church, and my parents were like, nope, never again. Uh, Wow. Wow. One strike, you're out, church. (laughs) No, 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 no. I don't remember, but it was
1: like just experiences like that and just being like, eh. So, what did you do on Sundays? Because I had to go to church every Sunday. So, what did your family do on Sundays? Did you sleep in? Watch cartoons? You know, I didn't even watch cartoons. What did I do with my
2: life? Um,
1: <laughs> Maybe you just, did go to church and you've repressed the memory.
2: <laughs> Maybe. You might be right. No, I don't know. I mean, we just eat food and chill out on a Sunday like you do. Wow. Oh, you are so lucky. What
3: a blessed life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Hashtag
3: bless. You have no religious trauma? Hashtag no religious trauma? <laughs> no, no. I, d- I don't have any, any religious
2: drama except trying to like escape it. Um, like incoming in other forms
1: in this country, but
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you're
0: about to have some.
1: <laughs> mm, uh, yeah. yeah, we're gonna make sure this. The, the, uh, yeah, hashtag religious trauma will be uh, the uh, theme of our game, our entire Hunter the Reckoning game. Um, so uh, let me ask, because that's Holly. what I'm so,
3: hunting. I escaped it, and now I'm hunting it down. Yeah, Ooh.
1: actually, and that's that's great. Actually, I'm writing this down. Hunting down religious trauma—that's a theme in our game.
3: <laughs> yeah. um,
2: you'll you'll notice my like great knowledge of any religion in the game. I'm sure. I'm sure you'll see like how I pull from
1: like vast amounts of knowledge of what we're talking about here. <laughs> well, you know what? That's the great thing about role-playing games is you don't have to be knowledgeable. You just fill in the dots or the, the skills that say that you're mm-hmm. knowledgeable. And then you are like, you also probably can't slay a werewolf, but that might happen. So, um, <laughs> don't know Holly, what try. was your, what was your background? How did you, uh, how did you, um, come to religion when you were young or how, what did you come out of?
3: Um, uh, I'm a preacher's kid. Uh, both oh, wow. my both my grandpas were preachers. Um so I had uh so I was in church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, Christian school, chapel, 3 days a week, Bible class 5 days a week. I was getting the good news of the gospel and goddamn was I getting it good. Yeah. So um but I did survive it. Also, um even more specifically uh my parents started one of the first ever Christian rock bands in the 1970s called the Good uh, News Circle. So like in the early 80s I was growing up in a va- in the back of a van like traveling around middle America with my parents Christian rock band. They were playing like wow. county fairs and like high school assemblies to eventually like stadiums like opening up for Billy Graham and shit.
0: Amazing. And so you I can come- watch it on YouTube folks. You can You want to talk about YouTube. you
3: want to talk about monsters? I as a <laughs> oh, little God. kid As a little kid, I was watching my dad cast demons out of human beings whose, like, eyes were rolled back in their head, guttural noises coming from the demon, like, as my dad, like, put his hand on them, raised the other hand to the sky and was, like, in the powerful name of Jesus, I command you to come out of this person. And I learned that, like, demons hate the name of Jesus. So I would, like, OCD walk around going, Jesus, 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 so that no demons would (laughs) hit you right on my body. (laughs) Later, Later learned that was, like, OCD, like, because I was terrified. But... It took me well into adulthood before I realized like, oh, at music shows with lights and stuff, people who have epilepsy have seizures where their eyes roll back and they make guttural noises and they foam at the mouth. Oh, oh. So anyway, I've had to extricate myself from a lot of stuff. And in this game, I'm imagining the monsters. Our
1: religion.
3: <laughs> and I'm hunting right
1: down. Yeah, no, I've, I've written that down. That's definitely uh, a theme here. Uh, was that Pentecostal? Was that a Pentecostal kind of faith that you came out of?
3: Surprisingly, no. It was like the Jesus movement that came from the 1970s, where it was all about this like long-haired, counterculture Jesus dude who loves you like you've never been loved before, man. And so Hell people yeah. would come up and have these like conversion experiences. At the end of, like, they would do, my parents' music was, like, reminiscent of, like, Simon and Garfunkel, the dead, a little CCR, like, Mamas and Papas kind of sound. And everyone would get all excited because it sounded just like the dead, but it was about Jesus. And they would get all worked <laughs> up, and then they would come down and have these, like, emotional experiences where, like, members of the band would come down and lay their hands on him and pray over him and stuff. So, um yeah, I think that's like probably why I became an actor because I was watching like behind and in front of the curtain yeah, and being absolutely. like, "Oh, this is all a performance. Oh, this is a way to like really like affect people." Got it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I mean, I, I'll just confirm. Like, uh, I became a comedian and a performer because I was raised Pentecostal, oh, and my, nice. not not of, neither of my parents, but my grandfather was a minister. Uh and uh, I saw a lot of that kind of laying on hands, you know. Um, Slain in the spirit, speaking yeah, in tongues. Like, you know, shaking, falling, yeah. speaking in tongues. I saw a lot of that and it's so powerful. And I did similar things. I didn't walk around whispering Jesus, but I would uh I would I would I was always afraid the rapture had come. Yeah, me so too. I knew that my grandmother <laughs> would go up in the rapture. Uh, so, so I would call my grandmother to make yep. sure she was still there. And if she Save. was still there, the rapture hadn't come. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I think it does turn, unfortunately it turns children into performers. Oh my God. The worst,
3: <laughs> the worst fate you
1: could imagine for them. It transforms them into actors. Uh, it, that's
3: exactly it. Oh my God, Jared, I had the same thing. I always, when when I would come into a room and no one would be there, I would look for piles of clothing like when Obi-Wan Kenobi died because I'm like, they've ascended to heaven and I've left behind because I always felt like a black sheep and like I couldn't like find the Jesus gear in my shifter. So I was always like, I'm left behind. Now I'm just going to be like tortured by Lucifer for all eternity.
1: Yeah. If you don't know what the rapture is, we will get into it a little bit more. But uh, viewers and listeners at home, Ah, uh, basically, it's when Jesus calls all of his faithful up into the sky to meet him, and they did. They are snatched away. The Bible says they would be snatched away, or at least the people that came after and interpreted the Bible uh, said that that's what would happen. So um, that when Jesus Christ comes back, everybody kind of disappears for a while. There's a show called The Leftovers that's sort of about it. You should check so that good. out. So I good. Too. I love The Leftovers. So good, Greg. Greg let's not let's not well, leave wait, out, Greg. Jared, Greg. Wait, well, yes.
3: little known fact. Watching the season opener for the final season of Leftovers, season three of Leftovers, first episode of the season, kicking it off, I was like, "This is weird. This music sounds familiar." It was the Good News Circle. The Leftovers used one of my parents' Christian rock oh! band songs for that HBO show.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> I, I thought I was losing six hundred dollars for it.
3: Yeah, my <laughs> mom called. My mom called me seven months later. I was like, "Well." We just got a check in the mail from HBO, so it looks like they're good for their word. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome! Wait, does Greg? Do you have a connection to the leftovers? Because we might, we could all be tied together by the leftovers.
1: Yeah, I was I, in like
2: two of their episodes. Oh, you, you were? In the
1: leftovers?
2: That's very small.
4: so cool! I love yeah. the
0: leftovers. I um, I love the book, the leftovers too. It's very, very good book. And um, yeah, I'm tied to the leftovers via Holly and her. Her dad singing in the season three opener. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was your background, Greg?
0: I I grew up in the church. Grandfather pastor, great grandfather pastor. But I grew up Presbyterian, which was nice because it's like not so fundamental or um, you know evangelical. But I was a youth. I was a youth leader. I was a camp counselor. I almost went to seminary. Um, wow, and then. Also found improv and, and comedy and and saved me in a different way. But I um I was a religion major, so I was a I was I I know a lot of, of weird American religious history. After the Second Great Awakening was my favorite stuff it. to study. So I love like weird you know cults and sects, CTS, and I love weird sex too. And um, yeah, sure. And small denominations and things like Wait, that. Wait,
1: Let me write down weird sex. Yeah, weird.
0: <laughs> Both sex. kinds of sex. That's my power. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I kind of have a. I, I I've always had a uh obsession with with uh, especially American religion. Man, it is a it's a whole thing unto itself. The Pentecostal stuff I love. It's bananas. So, wow. And by loved, I mean loved reading about it and studying it. But um, yeah, don't don't practice it anymore.
1: <laughs> sure. Um so I mean I think everybody uh understands that it's a complex identity <laughs> uh But at the same time, uh, I think it's uh, rife with horror possibilities. Totally. So we are going to, uh, we're going to set ourselves up to tell a kind of a scary story uh, that starts with a church. And we're going to begin today by creating characters. Uh, I want the people at home to get a little bit of an idea of how creating a character for this system works. So each of you have kind of thought about what kind of character you want to build. And uh, I guess I'll just start with uh, Josephine McAdam, Joe. What is your concept for your character? Uh, we, we, all I said, all I told you guys is that they all need to belong to the same church. That's that's where we're starting. So, uh, what's your concept for your character?
2: Um, yeah, he's gonna, he, he's gonna be, is he him?
1: Very small. He him. Got it. Uh, okay.
2: Youth leader, skater, uh, TikTok dude.
1: Um. I He's think, a Christian TikTok uh, performer.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, constantly Breakfast. preaching, trying to bring in, you know, people that are on the same wavelength as me and just like.
1: Christian TikTok uh, is huge now. Yeah. Oh, huge. sure. I'm pretty mm-hmm. big on it. Even though <laughs> I, <don't. laughs>
2: I think we've got like, I've got like an ongoing show. It's like exercising and exercising. Um, exor. Right, I get it, yeah. Yeah. Get it? yeah, baby. I'm like, do you say those differently? After I said it, I was like,
3: really, is there a difference? It's How do not, you say it? it? You're right, it sounds the same. Okay, ways. great. So you kind of have to be like, I'm going to exorcise your demon.
0: <laughs> you can also exercise a demon. I think yeah, you can fine.
3: exercise it. I mean, they need some calisthenics, keep it tight. Oh.
0: Demon is ripped.
3: Um, yeah, I think uh, I, I'm the username
1: uh, skating preacher boy. Skating Preacher Boy. Uh, yeah. I, I love this character. Um, yeah. Do you have a name for him yet? Oh, shit. You can wait. Like- we can wait on names. Names are the hardest part. So every character in a World of Darkness game gets an ambition and a desire. So oh, yeah. an ambition is sort of your long-term goal for your character. And the desire is sort of a short-term goal. It might only be like for the first episode that you want this certain thing. Um, okay. So should we should I wait on desire until like you can wait on desire episode? if you'd like to, uh, well no you could you could go ahead and say I have a short short term goal in mind or we can leave it blank for now and you can kind of fill it in later uh, okay. but I, I would like to know his ambition what is let's his see. ambition
2: um let's see to be a, a vehicle of God to be the like the the weapon of God. The weapon um, and the voice of God. That is that <laughs> is a great, a great that's a great
1: ambition. But I, I think the book wants us to um Has to, to make even. it something that you could know when you've done it.
0: You oh, know shit. um
1: and I should have I should have uh, been clear about that. So is okay. and, and just think about that. I'm gonna go ahead and talk to uh, our other two players about their characters, and then I'll come back to you. You can okay. go. I know what With his ambition. ambition is. Okay. So um, what about you, Greg? What tell us about your character? So. Uh,
0: so my character's—I uh, do have a name. His name is okay. uh, his name is Kip Van Poplin. Kip Van Poplin. Great. Now Kip is a—he's uh, an usher. He's a volunteer. He's on the volunteer usher uh, crew. And if people are familiar with ushers, it's who collects the uh, you know the offerings every week, the tithes. Right. Um, there's something about Kip. He's kind of got a an interesting backstory because if you look at him, he's kind of like a cross between. Like uh like Mr. Burns and Ned Flanders. Like he's like he he he's kind of like the, the, the if they had a child, he's kind of dorky, uh, a little bit shifty, but tries to be nice to everybody. And the thing is, you know, he's trusted entrusted with money all the time. Um but he actually got saved in prison, in a prison ministry. So he has kind of an interesting dark Past that he doesn't like really people to know about or get into. Now he's happily married. He's got a couple of redhead twin boys that he loves. And, but yeah, he does have kind of a bit of a, a seedy past.
1: I love it. That's uh, beautiful, perfect. Kip Van Poplin. Does Kip have an ambition, uh, something that he wants to achieve long term that you would know when you've achieved it? Does he have? Do you have an idea of what that might be?
0: Yeah, I think Kip wants to um i i mean is this is this specific enough like he wants to uh have the trust of um well uh, (laughs) i guess maybe uh kip or (laughs) what what would an example be like jared like uh he wants to earn the trust of all of uh, of of everyone at the church or something like that is that is that too broad
1: no, I like that a lot. Um so he he wants he wants to be put in a position of trust. Is that right? Yeah, or and he, I think he,
0: specifically it could be he wants to be the on the board of elders at the church ah. which are, you know, like a governing body at the church. Um you know, you've got the pastor usually and then you've got elders who are sort of like the lay people who are in charge. So they do all the finances and you know every all the decisions at the church, um, and he wants to be the head of the board of elders,
1: the head of it. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's that's a perfect ambition. Okay, uh, and uh, so uh, and then you think about his desire. Maybe you kind of will announce it when we kind of really start playing in earnest. Great. But that's good for right now. Holly, tell me about your character.
3: Uh, she, her, uh, t- angsty teenager named Winnie who is a little fluid in, um, sexuality and, um, maybe gender, but is like on the precipice of it. And, um, I think maybe comes from, uh, an org family and, um, uh, distrusts everything, hates all authority and is, (laughs) um, is very anti-authoritarian and very, um, uh, just starting to like wake up like a sleeper cell like waking up and realizing uh like w- that there is a truth and everything that she's believed is true so far is not true and um so I, I and i think her name from her org family was Winnie Black but she has started calling herself Willie Winnie Wild
1: When you say <laughs> org family do you mean that her family belonged to uh, what they call the orgs in the book which are like um Monster hunting organizations?
3: Yeah, like the governing bodies who... The governing bodies who are also trying to destroy monsters, but they're not to be trusted because they're institutions. And like just like the police, they need to be abolished and destroyed and dismantled.
1: Whoa. Great. So maybe her father or her mother... Or even both are like black ops, like monster hunters, but they work for the government.
3: Yeah, exactly. So they're totally corrupted in Winnie's mind because Winnie believes that it has to be like sort of like individual um, like bounty hunter almost because you can trust no one.
1: Right. Okay. I, I I love this and this is already the players are throwing me a curveball cuz I when I I didn't expect <laughs> uh such a such a intense background but I but I want to let you know I love it. So that's happening. I think that she's been if it if I can add just a layer, I think she's kind of been kept in the dark but she's gotten hints of what's really going on, right?
3: Yes. Okay. Um, and uh and her greatest desire. So also I think it's perfect that all these characters are from the church world because that means that their basic DNA as human beings is to be faith-based. Yeah. And um, so what better people than faith-based people versus evidence-based people? And so Winnie is on the precipice of moving from being a faith-based person to being an evidence-based person because she's fucking waking up and seeing this stuff. And her biggest desire is because she learned in the Bible that when someone asked Jesus how many times you should forgive someone, when he was giving him the lesson of turn the other cheek, if someone hits you, offer them the other cheek, that like stuck with her really hard. And Jesus answer when asked, how many times should you forgive someone? Jesus said, they said, should you forgive them seven times? And Jesus said, no, 70 times seven. So Winnie now has that stuck in her craw, and she's not going to stop until she's killed seventy times seven monsters, which is four hundred and ninety.
1: <laughs> wow. Um, okay. Um. I think. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna set up Winnie to where she's just kind of barely aware that this stuff is going on. It's not. She has her suspicions, right? Okay. Uh, and she's very interested. Um, oh, well, and we'll I love back the seventy in, times seven, but. Uh, as as let's let her character de- develop to where she's like, oh, this is definitely real. I'm definitely murdering everything. But okay. um, uh, let's see. Why, why don't we? I mean, for me, it sounded like, and, and please do not let me put words in your mouth. Her ambition is to sort of discover the truth behind er- everything, to kind of discover what's really going on. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, uh, which is something she could do. She could discover. The truth, whatever that means, uh, behind what her parents do, behind what's really going on in the world, uh, and then once she's achieved that ambition, we just pick another one for her. Great. Um, all right, and then what about uh, what about our, our skater boy? Does he have a, uh, a name yet, or a, oh yeah, uh, let's an ambition? call him
2: uh, Ezekiel Gaius
1: Oakley. Ezekiel Gaius Oakley. Wow.
2: Yeah, but you can call him Zeke.
1: Right, Zeke. Zeke. And uh, what's his ambition?
2: Uh, let's say let's it could be uh, like to
1: become famous. You yeah, know, like, yeah.
2: Not, let's not. I, it's not that deep, but like the number one like uh, uh,
1: Christian influencer would be. <laughs> yes. I number one to that. Christian influencer. Number
3: yes, one. I love
1: it. Okay.
3: Oh, you're and, gonna make uh, so much money, baby!
1: <laughs> oh man, uh, imagine how. Influential he would become if he actually got some monsters doing oh, yeah. using their powers on oh, yeah. camera. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that would drive his likes way up. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Um, so now that we've kind of tackled who they are and their ambition and desire, we're gonna choose a creed for them. Now, I, I, like I just told Holly, I think we're starting our hunters off. They're not fully like in the hunter world. They don't already know for certain that there are monsters. We're going to kind of like see their origin story, but we should still pick their creed. In the game, Hunter, every hunter has a creed, and that's sort of their approach to uh, solving or investigating the supernatural. Um, And uh, the creeds are entrepreneurial, uh, martial, inquisitive, uh, faithful and uh way I'm uh, sorry, not wayward underground I believe that's I believe I've gotten all of them there so uh basically uh, these are different approaches to how you deal with the supernatural, and even though our characters are not completely initiated into this world yet, we need to know where they're gonna go uh, once they have been once we've gotten through the origin story uh, and gotten into that so Um, Martial characters believe in using force to hurt, kill, destroy the supernatural. Inquisitive characters are uh, more intellectual. They believe in sort of investigating and learning everything they can about the supernatural. Um, Faithful characters are driven by their faith. And even though all of our characters uh, belong to a church, we we shouldn't necessarily have all faithful characters. But... Faithful characters are driven by their sort of um, faith in God and uh, the you know the belief that everything will turn out all right as long as they um, adhere to their faith. Um, and then uh, entrepreneurial characters, they like innovation. They like to figure out ways to uh, even make money off of hunting monsters, but also well it almost sounds like your character is entrepreneurial uh josephine it almost sounds like zeke yeah because they liked they like innovation they like new things they like uh to um come up with clever like innovative ways to take on the supernatural as opposed to using old tried and true methods um and then uh Hmm. finally the uh who have i skipped here Or no, you did that. We got the inquisitive. Oh, the the underground. Underground. Underground are, uh, you know, generally they come from criminal backgrounds, which is interesting because we have somebody with a criminal background. And they they like underhanded techniques for taking on the supernatural. They use criminal techniques for taking on the supernatural. Um, All of these characters get certain (coughs) bonuses when they undergo certain types of actions. For example... um, The underground hunters can uh, get bonus dice when they use stealth and subterfuge Mm. in service of the hunt. Uh, Whereas a martial character, as you might guess, can get uh, bonus dice when they are in physical conflict while on the hunt. Um, Faithful characters... Faithful characters get... um, they get extra dice sometimes when they are in a conflict with a supernatural. So the marshals get any physical conflict; they can get bonus dice. But the faithfuls get it when they're in conflict with a supernatural creature. Inquisitives get bonus dice when they uh, when they are gaining information, such as research, breaking and entering, interrogation. Um, let's see if entrepreneurial really really fits for your character, Josephine. I, says, I kind
2: of, I, well, I kind of think the faithful. Makes more sense because I don't think I don't think he's doing TikTok because it's new. I think that's yeah. just what he grew up like. Like that's what is there right now. I don't think okay. it has anything to do with his interest in like being uh, ahead of the curve necessarily. Okay, okay he's absolutely. not smart enough
1: for that. And even though I said <laughs> we don't need to all be faithful, um, I think that uh, you know we could have more than one if we needed to. I mean, there could be. Th- I mean, there's certainly cells where three martial hunters all work together. So, you know, we don't have to like we don't have to say everybody has to be a different snowflake. So actually I will start with Greg and ask you, what do you think your hunter's creed is?
0: Um, definitely underground. Underground. Um, I yeah. love it.
1: I love that he's this like straight laced dude who actually has all these like criminal techniques and stuff.
0: Yeah. I think he um you know he's not a he can be, but isn't a vi- violent person, but you know I think his thing is uh in in his past maybe just a tidbit would be i think he did some some financial crimes for for uh to cover up um to money launder things like that and so he's he knows how to he knows how to keep things in the dark and um and 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 he knows how to help people who have bad intentions
1: Uh, Uh, Awesome. He sounds like a little bit of a a wolf in sheep's clothing, just a little bit. Totally. Maybe he's trying to be
0: a sheep, but... uh. He's trying to be one of the flock, but he's definitely a wolf.
1: Right. I love it. Okay, perfect. Uh, We'll put him down for underground. What about Winnie? What kind of uh, a creed do you think Winnie will take up?
3: I want so bad to say Marshall. That's what I desire, but I
1: feel like she's inquisitive interesting those are two very different uh, things so um, you want to do Marshall because you think it would be fun to kick some ass right
3: yeah I have a strong desire I think because <laughs> she's like I think because she's this small little like also skater Joe um,
1: hey. she's a little
3: she's a little like skinny like scrawny weakling like skater kid and she just wants to feel like powerful and like <laughs> like where she can like and just come in guns ablazing and shit but i feel like her nature is naturally very inquisitive because that's what what like is driving her whole thing is that like i feel like i've been lied to this whole time and believing it has caused so much suffering and i'm fucking sick of it
2: i don't think that it'll stop you from being able to have strength like and still be able to kick ass in the f- if you do go inquisitive cuz we'll still place like dots later and you can still allot them to like
1: Having strength, true, right, and the book keeps going on and on. Like it'll be like, just because you're inquisitive doesn't mean you can't fight, or just because mm-hmm. you're martial doesn't mean you're not smart. Like, so mm-hmm. they make they make a point of that. Well, what does our cell want? Like, what do we <laughs> want in this cell? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, I think it, uh, an underground and an inquisitive. I mean, that works so far. It works well together. Wait, and what? It's, uh... I'm underground.
3: S- and and what are you, Joe? I'm gonna go faithful for sure. So doesn't it feel like we need some fucking martial law, man? Oh no, I mean but
2: there's gonna be I mean I'm gonna build him to just it's just gonna be strength, charisma, and no intelligence at all.
1: So I think having some <laughs> so intellect might be helpful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think here's what I think. I think that, you know, unlike some games, we don't need to necessarily make sure the party is balanced. Yeah, uh, it's okay. Uh, okay. You'll just have to you'll just have to find techniques. For dealing with the problem that play to your strengths, not to your weaknesses, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a martial guy who's really good at kicking ass, then maybe you don't bust the door down and go in guns blazing. You use other uh, strategies. Um, okay, great. And so we uh, we just handled this, but Joe, you're going to go faithful.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a blind optimism. It's not optimism. faith in God. Like... No matter what, he's got my back. So I'm I love that.
1: In. I love that. Like you know, on one hand, it seems like this guy is very commercial and very kind of. Um, oh, he believes it. Performative, 100%. but he's for real. He's one hundred percent for real in his faith. Yeah. I love that. Wow, wow. feels That's like the new cool. kind of
0: like you're uh, you're your like um, gospel, uh, prosperity gospel. Uh, it's just all about the the grind and the TikTok <laughs> and the <laughs> blessings. Receiving all these blessings all the time. Yeah. Basically, Uh, everybody I follow on on Instagram.
1: It's about the grind, you guys. I say that every day. I really do, Jared. Right before I buckle down and read a role playing game book while (laughs) eating chocolates. Okay. uh, So, uh, very good. We have everybody's creed. We know kind of where they fall in terms of their approach to the hunt. And now we are going to choose drives. So. These are examples of drives. You could come up with one of your own. But, for example, curiosity, vengeance, uh, an oath. You have a promise that you've made to uh, stop the supernatural. Greed, pride, envy, atonement. These are just sort of like the thing that drives your character. Like, what's the main emotional state or sort of backstory consideration that drives your character? Uh, And we'll uh, start in the reverse order. Joe, what do you think would be a good drive for Zeke? Oath. Oath. Oath, yeah. He made an oath to God to uh, stamp out evil, right?
2: I think he got one of the, early on, he got one of those, like, spam mail things that are, like, (laughs) if you don't do this or whatever, like, this is directly from, and took it as a message from God about needing to, like, vanquish demons
1: and spirits and... He's taken that oath ever since that day. I love it. Okay, great. Oath is a great one for him. Um, And so uh, what about you, Holly? What is Winnie's drive, do you think?
3: I'm in between curiosity and vengeance.
1: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. She has a lot of anger, but Uh she also has a lot of questions, right? Uh Yeah. Uh, Well, um, these drives, they kind of allow you to sort of... uh, Uh, power yourself up during the hunt they they're sort of important the reason that you keep going when horrible things are happening to you so what do you think is stronger uh her anger at uh, kind of being kept in the dark and needing to kind of settle a score or do you think her need to know her questioning her her uh rooting out answers
3: I feel like rooting out answers and curiosity is like great for the character. Um, yeah. I'm still, I, it's yeah. So let's go with curiosity. I, I um, but because...
2: do you want to do vengeance? Cause I feel like,
1: well, I think that, uh, <coughs> either answer is completely, either drive is perfect for your character. So do you think you're going to go curiosity or do you think you're going to go vengeance?
3: You know what? Since I went um, inquisitive over Marshall, let's go vengeance over Vengeance.
1: Curiosity. Yeah. So you do not like to be slighted. You do not like... Well, actually, I, I have an idea for what would, could really drive this vengeance. Okay. I'm writing down my idea. Oh, God. He's making a note. Um, okay. So uh, that's great. And then finally, what about our good friend Kip? Kip Van Poplin. What's, uh, what's, what drives Kip? Um, Kip is pride. One hundred percent.
0: Oh, nasty!
3: Mm, you dirty thing.
0: Kip <laughs> thinks he's the smartest guy in the room always. And oh, it's, you mean you know, he's a guy? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know, right?
0: <laughs> I and you know, a lot of times he's n- he's not, but he definitely thinks he is. It kind of reminds me of like almost like walter white or something you know You know how like yeah. sometimes walter white would get so it, it wasn't greed actually driving walter white it was it was that he thought he was smarter than everybody else and yeah. every time yeah. somebody t- so there's something like that in kip because i think he went to jail because he like took the fall like he he was a patsy you know and like had to go to jail for like all the crimes he was doing so he's really pissed about that and he um he 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 just thinks he's like knows better and and that's really and a lot of times he does he is really smart but yeah pride yeah. it it's it's his big it's his big blind spot but also his drive.
1: Um, that's beautiful, and I think that I I, I see the character so much better now just after adding that trait to yeah. the character. Um, I can I'm really getting a sense of this guy, so that's really cool.
3: <laughs> um, under under torture, would Kip um sell someone out or would he like hold hold fast?
1: Under torture,
3: yeah.
0: Oh gosh, I'm. I'm uh, this is already cr- making me scared because I'm like the most afraid of torture. Is like maybe my greatest fear. I could never oh, be in the CIA. This is a
1: great. You know what? Thank you for bringing that up, Polly. Torture, I mean, because this is a <laughs> great time, uh, and probably I should have done this earlier. So please forgive me, listenership, to say that this uh, this game is about supernatural horror. So uncomfortable things might happen. I'm not here to be an edgelord and take you, uh, beyond the pale, uh, <laughs> but we are going to tell a scary story, so it might involve violence, it might involve mind control, it might involve torture, so, um, if those things, uh, bother you, uh, you know, just be People aware listen. that, uh, Take a Xanax, <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be alright. <laughs> um, okay, um... All right, that said, uh, answer the question, Greg. Would Kip <laughs> tattle on us? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, Kip... <laughs> okay, like, good to know now.
3: Yeah,
0: I mean, he's he's underground. He's going to use everything at his disposal to save his, his neck. And, like, yeah, I mean, he's he's someone who's constantly weighing one thing against the other so that, you know, to, to, to get a little bit further. So I think under torture, he would try to figure out a way out of torture real fast. Reference.
1: Excellent, um, that makes sense, um, and it, it fits with what what we've learned so far about Kip. Let's and do Jared, this now. I have a
3: quick question, please. Um, based on the darkness, um, can a monster impregnate a human?
1: Holy shit, Holly! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's the kind of edge lord beyond the pale stuff that our game probably will not touch upon.
3: Okay, I'm just coming from the church world where like. Greek gods like Zeus would come down Have sex with a female human (laughs) And then there would be a son of God And that predated Christianity And so then Christianity or Jesus comes along And they're like oh yeah I'm also a son of God Like okay God has sex with humans Or whatever so I just want to know If the monsters can have sex with us
1: well, I Ooh, think that that is something question. as an inquisitive you would then, really really want to you'd really want to find out. Look, okay. certainly we have plenty of listeners and viewers who would like to think that monsters can have sex with us and who enjoy <laughs> that sort of fiction. Um, this like, might you might want to be... play
2: you might want to play Vampire the Masquerade. I'm <laughs> sure you'll get that answer. I'm in.
1: I'm in. Yeah, vampire gets very sexy. Um, uh, Hunter feels like it's more for people who just get angry instead of sexy. Uh, But regardless, like I think that that's a. I'm writing it down because I think that. uh, I'm gonna write down sex with monsters. (laughs)
3: Just I want to know what all they can do to me. Like you know what I mean.
0: just don't leave that note out in your house, uh, Jared,
1: just as your wife's walking around. Uh, like, my, w- my wife would find it and be like, yep, that seems that's like he was husband. at work today. Um, <laughs> what okay. a great job. Uh, yes, uh, absolutely. Um, so, uh, yeah, obviously, <laughs> Winnie wants to find out a lot of things, and one okay. of them she wants to find out is, can these monsters give me a monster baby? he's yeah. um, Holly. Can they fuck us? <laughs> um, Uh, Keep asking those questions because I love them. Uh, All right. So now what I'd like is uh, for everybody to come up with a touchstone. And uh, we're a little limited in time because we are a show where we're recording and everything. But so uh, normally you might come up with one or two. If you have an idea really quickly for two, that's fine. But a touchstone is someone who's really important to you. And there's someone who kind of keeps you grounded. Like even when all this supernatural stuff is happening to you, you're going to really care about your touchstone. Um, And it it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, someone in your family. It could be a friend. It could even be someone that you love from afar. Um, It could be uh, someone you admire. Um, And I'm going to ask, does anybody have an idea? I think that um, our friend Kip already has some some built-in touchstones possibly. I think my twin
0: boys are my touchstones. uh, because uh, It's uh, Caleb and Eli are my uh, (laughs) twin boys and they're just beautiful twin redhead boys, and uh, they haven't been tainted. They're just so innocent, and I, I kind of, I'm, I'm doing, in my mind, I think the lie I tell myself is that I do all of these things for them. Right.
1: But... Can I ask Probably. a question? Do you yeah, mind please. if they're if they're a little bit older? Could they be a teen- teenagers like yes. uh, our other characters? Is that okay? Yeah. This is this okay. is
2: giving Jared more leeway to do horrible things to them. Yeah. <laughs> not happening. necessarily. Not
3: necessarily. <laughs> and I need to picture them. Greg, are they cute or are they uggos?
0: Oh, they're they're not attractive. <laughs> That's they're, what um, I thought. That's yes, what I they, thought. They look like two redhead thumbs um, that yeah, are, yeah, and, and they're they're rising seniors, and they're both they're both in uh, they 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 both love to they're both wrestlers. Oh, yes. uh, yeah. And One of them just, has
3: cauliflower ear.
0: Yeah, and they're covered in acne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think they're the most beautiful boys ever made.
1: Yes, of course. They're Made um, in God's image, of course. They're beautiful, it, beautiful boys.
0: Yes, Eli, Eli, and Caleb are uh are my touchstones those
1: are your touchstones what about you winnie winnie what do you think uh your touchstones are i mean we already know that your parents are org hunters of some sort perhaps they could count as your touchstones or did you have a different idea in mind holly um my touchstone i think um i
3: think my touchstone is a and um is of A woman who is like maybe like late 20s 30s she's like um um I'm not sure if I want to be her or if I'm in love with her and she like represents everything that I want to be which is she's like um really strong and athletic and fresh out of fucks and um like is a very like um like real individual and like she can ride ho- ride horses and, like, um...
1: You're
0: just talking about young Amy Grant?
3: <laughs> Amy Grant is my touchstone, yes!
1: <laughs> well, well let's, let's at least call... Do you have a name for this woman? Because we should at least call her Amy, right?
3: Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, and maybe Amy also comes from an org family and also was raised in the church, but now Amy's out of the church, and mm-hmm. I'm just sort of obsessed with her. And she's, um... um she's like in the way i'm scrawny she's kind of like fucking like jacked and um she's also really elusive like she disappears for times and i don't know where she is and like i'm always kind of like following her around like a little invisible victorian ghost child
1: okay great yeah so she represents who you want to become um and uh where does she go to um this is a great question disappears wow yeah, and she's left the church, right? Yeah, I like I like all of this. I can use this. I mean, I can uh, play this. Um, and so I, right. I,
3: I I'm imagining in my mind like maybe she's a spy, and she can't tell me that. I can only know what I'm allowed to know
1: from her. But um. absolutely, yeah. Um, uh, I I I love it. Um, I think that uh, she. Uh, you know she probably has her own place now, right? And you guys yeah. have hung out a couple times. Yeah,
3: and it's so cool to be in yeah. somebody's pad.
1: Maybe it's like a cabin. <laughs> uh, I don't. We don't know exactly where this church is yet. We're gonna find that out in a okay. little bit. But um, she definitely uh, has good. a papa's on chair. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm imagining uh, like a big comfy papa's on. Yeah, that's so cool when you're 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 20 okay. year olds love those. <laughs> they do. Um, They're the most
0: insane chair ever made I mean the pop is TikTok him we community <laughs> is all over it
1: um, alright uh, so finally uh, I turn to Zeke Zeke who do you think your touchstone is or touchstones if you have an idea I'd love
2: some help with the name here but I think it's our church pastor
1: Ooh. oh I already know his name it's Pastor oh. Mark it's Pastor Mark Cagle <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay great as in Cagle Exercises
1: Oh, um, <laughs> not Kegel, Kegel. Uh,
3: i are gonna hear Kegel anyway.
0: Yeah. C a g
1: l e. That's what we all heard. C a
0: g l e. Great.
1: Yeah, and he is, um, he is a really, um, he's not that old. He's like in his thirties. He yes, was... great.
2: That's exactly what I imagined. Right. Very he's handsome. Really yeah.
1: handsome. He is. Yeah. Yes. He's he's really positive uh, and um... dude invests in some self care. Dude, his awesome. wife? God would
0: want him to. His wife is so blonde
3: so blonde yeah. he's so masculine and muscle. he's like a John Wayne
1: meets uh, Billy yeah, Graham his, his wife Karis yeah Karis I'm, Cage. Gonna, Karis. Make him <laughs> yeah, I'm Karis. gonna make him proud oh, I'm gonna make him Karis uh, Kegel. Kegel.
2: and then I, th- I can also do I feel like a second one would be um, my little sister Mary oh okay great
1: and what's your relationship with Mary
2: I just like always want to protect her like she's perfection like she always strives in ways that I haven't like maybe in school like she's going places and like she's just an
1: absolute gift so I, I just want to protect her. Uh, great. Um, so uh, that makes total sense to me and uh, I make sure both of those are down on your sheet and if, if, if something feels like your touchstone would come into it don't just wait for me to use them be like hey I probably talked to my touchstone here or. Hey, uh, I know who I could go and talk to about this or who would uh, put themselves into this situation. My touchstone. Be sure that you know that they are something on your sheet that you can use the same as you can use the portion we're about to get into, which is your attributes and skills. Uh, and uh, luckily, we are we are closing in on, on the halfway point of creating these characters. Uh, generally, uh, World of Darkness characters are made pretty quickly compared to some other some other uh, games, mm-hmm. uh, so I think we're doing well here. All right, so you need to pick your attributes. So your attributes are, uh, you know, at the top of your sheet. They are your character's innate abilities, not like things they've learned how to do, but things that kind of just have have to do with their innate um, uh, pre prerequisite abilities. So. Uh, basically, we're talking strength, dexterity, stamina. Those are your physical attributes. Then we're uh, talking about uh, wits, uh, intelligence, and composure. I believe resolve. Uh, resolve. Oh, sorry, resolve are your uh, are your mental capabilities, and then uh, charisma and uh, manipulation and composure are your social abilities. So um, resolve and composure, sometimes people are like, what are those? Resolve is how much uh, you stick to something once you say that you're going to do it. It's your, it's your sort of indomitable will. And composure is more social. It's how much you're able to keep cool in a tense situation. So um, for these <laughs> attributes, you get to have one of them at four. I already see Kip cracking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Three yeah, of them okay. at three dots, uh, but we just fill in dots beside of them. So one of them is at four dots, uh, three of them are at three dots, four of them are at two dots, and one is at one dot. So uh, I can say that again. Uh, one is at four, three of your attributes are at three dots, four of your attributes are at two dots, and one of your attributes is at one single measly dot. Okay. So. Um, Let me hear from someone about their process. Joe, you've made these types of characters before. Mm -hmm. Where are you thinking your dots are going?
2: Okay, I like to start with the highest and the lowest. So the lowest is going to... Intelligence is going to be one dot.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay.
2: (laughs) Just prepare yourselves. And then I think the highest... um, Between resolve or, or charisma...
1: He sounds really resolute. He's, he's yeah. faithful. His, okay. his drive is an oath. Yeah, so
2: let's do the highest in resolve. So four dots there. Yeah. And then and then we're going to do three dots in charisma. Three dots in strength. Because he works out a lot. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, ooh... Let's go ahead and put the other three. <clears> hmm. <throat> either stamina or manipulation. See, manipulation sounds sounds ni- like like a choice was made, and I don't think while he is possibly manipulating people, I don't think he's uh choosing to manipulate
1: people. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, he's not. He's not a manipulator. I, I yeah. I, yeah. I, it doesn't sound like he is. I would. I would throw that in. Uh, and stamina because it sounds like he's yeah. healthy very healthy yeah yeah and stamina do... affects your health okay so we Green should go ahead and put that in there
2: and then we've got what four of them that have two dots yeah so we'll do, that'll oops, be the, the rest, the rest of, of them
1: yeah and it's worth noting also that player characters are special in this game they're not you know rank and file human beings even though these people all came together randomly in the same church, there's something special about them that makes them able to turn into a hunter of the supernatural. There's some sort of deep fire in their soul that will come to the fore, and that's why they get so many dots. Let's talk about Kip. Kip, where do you think your uh, your dots are going to go?
0: Okay, so I, I, uh, I like Josephine's... Um uh, beginning and end style. So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do manipulation is my four. <laughs>
1: wow. Okay. Incredible. Great. That is this. great
0: for an underground
1: hunter. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. Um. Because I think his whole thing is always you know playing playing one against the other and acting like he has uh, nothing to, to do with it. Um. And then, <laughs> I think my, I think my strength, I think my strength is my one. I think he's... I don't <laughs> yeah. think he's strong. I just, he's not
1: very strong. Okay, I love that. Yeah. So, let's see. Uh, manipulation is four. Kip is at a disadvantage in physical conflict, but he dominates at social conflict. Yes. Yeah.
3: Jared, it's, it's four twos?
1: Um, yes, you get four uh, attributes at two. So then, um, let's see
0: four at two, and three at three. Mm-hmm. So, I think his intelligence is a three. Mm. It sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. And I think his um, wits are a three.
1: Wits is how quick thinking he is, how perceptive, yep. yeah. And I think his
0: um, he is... N- <laughs> he is not charismatic in fact i think he kind of creeps people out i think people are made very (laughs) uncomfortable by him but he doesn't realize that but kip is someone that's always like like would come up behind you and be like uh and say something and you're like yeah Uh, What? i didn't know you were there so (laughs) absolutely yeah i I totally know the type especially at church (laughs)
1: yeah
0: like why is that hand
1: on your shoulder oh hello hi
0: yeah, so his charisma, yeah, let, let me, uh, so intelligence 3, wits 3, and then composure, I think he is composed, like, may, maybe not to, uh, to other people, but to himself, he's very composed. Yeah. Um. And so then, that leaves me, what?
2: What about his dexterity? Even though he doesn't have strength, like, is he, like, uh, fast, like... Yeah, he's probably dexterous. You know, just to throw another one in there
0: perhaps,
2: um, to consider. Because you did right. say he would crack under pressure, right?
0: I think he, yeah, under pressure he he, or under torture he probably isn't great. <laughs> but under pressure I think he's actually pretty good. Okay, I think he's okay. manipulative under pressure which is good. So yeah, like, let's say, um, what, okay. <laughs> where am I now? Four at two um, and three at three? Yeah. yeah. Did you do your three at three? Your threes are, what are your threes? My threes are uh, composure, Okay. Um. Wits and intelligence.
1: Okay, so great. then the rest, and then the rest of to it. Yeah. it, too. Yeah. Okay, great. Let's let's turn to, um, Holly, and let's find out where Winnie's dots are going. Where what's Winnie's four dot attribute? Strength. Oh wow! Winnie <laughs> is really trying to live up to Amy's role model presence and really uh, work out.
3: Yeah. And my my one dot is composure. I lose my shit, y'all. Yeah, yeah, I love <laughs> yes. it.
1: This is a really interesting, inquisitive hunter. This is uh, she. She has a real kind of violent side, maybe.
3: Yeah, and my threes are charisma, intelligence, and resolve. Okay. And my And my twos are dexterity, stamina,
1: manipulation, and wits. Okay, great. Uh, uh totally makes sense. Um, And uh, I'm surprised by the strength, but I I think it makes for really interesting storytelling (laughs) possibilities. And so now what I would like is for you to fill in your health and your willpower. Your willpower will be your resolve plus composure. And your health will be your stamina plus three. And there's a permanent uh, row. And then there's what your temporary health or, you know. Uh, willpower is, so make sure you uh, delineate between those two. And you guys are going to fill those in, and we are going to take an ad break. When we come back, we'll find out what skills these hunters have, and maybe we'll send them into the field when we come back on the Glass Cannon, uh, the Game Garage here on the Glass Cannon Network. We'll be right back. Welcome back, you've been hunting for a great actual play to watch And you've found it, we are creating characters oh for God. Hunter the Reckoning What? That was a great transition out of a commercial <laughs> Okay, Dad You're welcome, everybody, I am a dad um, over. <laughs> So, uh, during the break, Holly, you were just saying that you might want to switch some of your attributes Because you went with strength, uh, which makes Winnie quite the beefcake But that's not quite how you see her, right? Yeah,
3: I think I was thinking more like I, like that's my greatest desire is to be so strong, but then I realized like, oh, that means physical strength, and I don't think she actually has that. Yeah. So I should bump strength down to like
1: um... Is it going to be well, one stronger. of your twos, or is Str- she a three Is she yeah. still pretty strong?
3: I'm going to bump that down to a two.
1: Yeah, okay. And then, uh, so strength of will would be what? Resolve? It would be resolve. We have a character that's you know that's kind of that's their shtick. I think Zeke it went with a four in resolve. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't disagree. We kind of we kind of talked about maybe her wits. Winnie's wits are like really high because she's she's the inquisitive. She's like the smart one, uh, and she would be a quick thinker. Maybe I mean that's that's a possibility. Or her intelligence maybe is all the way at a four. She's like really book smart, really learned, and, and kind of knows uh, of what she speaks. I mean, do either of those appeal to you? Yeah, I'm going to go four on wits. Great. I love it. Nice. Um, all right. So now that our attributes are squared away, we need to do our skills. And to, do a sk- to figure out your skills, what dots you get in your skills, you need to figure out what your spread is. So there are three different spreads. One is jack-of-all-trades if you want to be like Okay, at a lot of stuff, uh, so you're always rolling at least a, you know a die or two. Um, then there's something called balanced, where it's uh, the middle ground. It's kind of like uh, you're you're not awesome, like you're not super expert at anything, but you've got a you've got a nice little selection of skills. And then finally, there's a specialist where. One skill is your number one skill that you are. You just kick ass at it, and everything else is a little weaker, a little weaker. So um, I will start with, let's say, Greg. Greg, do you have a thought of whether you're a jack of all trades, balanced, or a specialist? I'm definitely
0: leaning between balanced and specialist. And the one that um, leaps out to me under the skill list is that Mm -hmm. that's where we're looking is survival. I feel like this dude is is very, <laughs> yeah. very good at saving his, his ass.
1: Yeah. Now, survival in the case of the skill generally means, you know, outdoors, finding water, uh, <laughs> yeah, being able I mean, to make that. a shelter, stuff like that. Um, I, I would say definitely, uh, based on what you've told me, Kip is pretty good at subterfuge, maybe? Subterfuge,
0: um, yeah, yeah. Or maybe persuasion. Yeah, Um, definitely. Yeah. Because, you know, like, this is a guy that was, like, weak and survived in prison. Yeah. And so, like, that to me really is a type of person that was able to, like, come out of prison unscathed. Yeah. So So what
1: do you think? Do you think it's going to be a balanced set, or do you think you're going to go specialist? Specialist will mean one of your skills starts at four. Mm. I'm going to
0: go specialist specialist.
1: Okay, so one so for a specialist you get one skill at 4, three skills okay. at 3, three skills at 2 and three skills at 1. So after that 4B, everything you get three of 3, three of 2, three of 1. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, So go ahead and start filling those in, and I will ask Holly, what about Winnie? What do you think she is? Is she a jack-of-all-trades, where all of her abilities are kind of spread out? Is she a specialist like Kip, where she's really awesome at one thing and everything else is kind of spread out? Or is she a balance of the two? It's tough.
3: I'm in between balance and jack. Um, Do you you or Joe have a feeling about Winnie? I trust y'all's experience.
1: I think that because she's looking for answers and she's not quite, you know, landed where she's going to be in life a little bit, that maybe she's more of a jack-of-all-trades. She's trying
2: a lot of things, yeah. Yeah, it's jack. Okay. (laughs) So
1: she gets, for jack-of-all-trades, she gets one skill at three, but she gets eight skills at two and ten skills at one. Whoa. Got it. So she's kind of got a little bit of ability to do everything. Can you tell me the uh, specialist ones again, Jared? Just Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, One skill at four, and then three of everything else. Three at three, three at two, three at one. Um, and um, just to let the viewers or listeners know, when you roll any kind of roll in this game to see if you can achieve a task, you add, add the dots from one of your attributes, like strength or manipulation, to the dots from one of your skills, like... Uh, driving or intimidation and that creates your dice pool of ten-sided dice. You roll those dice and every die that comes up a six or above is a success. I'll generally have a difficulty in mind like difficulty three means you need three of those dice to come up six or above in order to succeed. If you succeed with more successes than you needed, higher than the difficulty, that's called the margin and you can use those extra successes to succeed spectacularly. You get extra benefits from succeeding more than you needed to. Um, If you fail, say I said the difficulty was three and you only got two dice that came up six or above, then uh, I could let you succeed at a consequence because you at least got, like, two that succeeded. So I might go, you succeed, but this bad thing also happens to you. Hmm okay that's just a little bit of the rules explanation let's talk to Joe what about uh, Zeke where is he going a specialist um, balanced or, or uh, jack of all trades
2: how many, how many skills does balanced
1: give you <laughs> excuse me um, uh, balance gives you three skills at three five skills at two and seven skills at one at one dot um hmm well, mm.
2: how did the specialist pan out
1: the specialist starts with one skill at four and then everything else is a uh, three. So he gets uh three skills at three, three skills at two, three skills at one.
2: Mm. Might end up going specialist. Cause I, I only ticked so many. I just kind of was like ticking the skills that he might have. Uh, I only tick like ten of them, so
1: seventy nine 10.
2: I think I think specialist works. Yeah. Okay, great. I just have to uh, pick what that top one would be. Man, what do you think
1: the top one would be? Leadership.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Or may, could could performance? Does a cult have to be like
1: supernatural? Occu- like so, I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend based on how the powers work in this game. Yeah, that everybody take at least some occult because. Um, these skills don't just represent where you're going to start the story they also sort of represent where the story is going to go a little bit and I think that uh, since all of these characters are going to become hunters of monsters a little bit of a cult in each of them is a good idea.
2: Yeah I almost wondered because his his drive is so like faith driven (laughs) this oath if it would be like in a cult the specialty like he just wants to do the best job he can
1: at like destroying monsters. Yeah, I think that you want to put the four in occult. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, I, I don't know because I think that you do have to interpret occult somewhat as hidden knowledge and okay, s- you know, knowledge of the strange okay, okay. and unusual. So all right, all right, I'll, I'll switch
2: it up. But yeah, I'm, uh, Otherwise, I don't think performance because I don't think. Man, is it? Perf- I think he's think he's being like a hundred percent him. You know what I mean? Like, there's no performance happening. Okay Necessarily
1: I hear like, you Um, th- Maybe Maybe leadership then Maybe yeah, leadership maybe I mean He also might uh, He also might be uh, Have a four in athletics Like he's that Right right You know He's that fit
0: He's, he's not very smart though right No, yeah, no. It Makes sense for leadership
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it sadly right, does exactly <laughs> Leadership
2: <laughs> or persuasion I think could be The four Is what I'm but Great. You,
1: I, let's go. I'll go leadership. Yeah. All right. I'll fill in the rest. So um, I'm going to come back around to Greg and say, uh, Greg, you can choose a specialty for one of your skills. So a specialty means when you roll uh, that skill and you're dealing with a sp- special kind of subdivision of that skill. For example, a specialty in athletics, if you decided to put your specialty in athletics, could be jumping. So if you said, I have a specialty in jumping, anytime your character is jumping and we're rolling for it, you get an extra die. That's how that works. Or you could say a specialty in science could be biology. So anytime you're rolling for something to do with biology, you get an extra die. So um, let me know where you think your specialty would go.
0: Does the specialty need to align with one that I have? Uh, For example, if I only have two dots in a cult, uh, I could still have a specialty in a
1: cult? You can put it anywhere you'd like. Hmm. That's right. It doesn't have to be your something. Yeah, it doesn't have to be your four dot like biggest skill. Okay. Okay, great. You know, I think I am gonna um,
0: I'm gonna try to try to cheat a little bit and give myself a specialty in firearms because I only have a one dot in that. Yeah. But I kinda feel like I need to have this guy is such a wet noodle of a man. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that yeah. I need just a little bit of something there. So I'm going to say my specialty in firearms is sniper. Is a, sniper, that I sniper?
1: Wow. Okay. That great. Can,
0: that I can actually shoot things from far away.
1: Yeah. Um, absolutely. Uh, so he'll. And probably that's because be I grew up his... squirrel hunting. Sure. Yeah, that that, that <laughs> works for me. His, he'll probably be rolling dexterity plus firearms, but he'll get a he'll get a plus one. You know, he'll get a plus die. So, what's his dice pool for sniping? What's his dexterity plus firearms plus the extra die for the specialty?
0: Oh boy. Okay. What is? My, say that again.
1: Yeah. No, that's okay. Dexterity. What's his dexterity? My dexterity is two. Okay and then his firearms is one one and then he'll get an extra die for the specialty so anytime he's sniping he's rolling four die a respectable dice pool okay great so that works um, great now it would take too long maybe to get what everybody's skill is in you know in every you know skill that they have but uh, just let me know does Winnie feel like she's coming together for you uh, Holly do you feel like you've got everything almost uh, yeah. figured out because you had a lot to spread around.
3: Yeah. Ten skills
1: at one you had.
3: Right. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think I'm there.
1: Okay, where do you think Winnie's specialty is? What what skill does she have a specialty in? Awareness. Awareness. Great. And what is the specialty? What is she uh, good at being aware of? She, she is...
3: Uh, a highly sensitive, like empath, to the point where she's almost like a mind reader. She knows what people are thinking, and she almost knows like the future because she's so attuned to what everybody's doing that she can see like what's gonna happen. Love
1: it. Um, I like, I like, I like. You know, it's pretty broad, but I think it, you can use it. What about empathy? You want to put put that down the specialty as empathy? Great. And it'll allow her to really kind of get a lot of reads from people when she's using her awareness. Great. Um, And uh, finally, how is Zeke coming together? Do you feel like the dots are going where you want them to go, Joe?
2: I think so. I'm considering changing to the balanced, but I'm going to, like, mull it over.
1: Okay. Uh, Well... Um, do oh, do where... I need to
2: pick a specialty as well? Damn. Yeah,
1: that just tells us a lot about the character, so I like to hear the specialty.
2: Okay, let's maybe do a specialty in. Uh... <sighs> let's do a specialty in as uh, melee, melee or brawl. Okay, give me a difference between melee and
1: brawl. Melee means you've got a weapon in your hand.
2: Oh, I see. Okay, brawl is just with the fist. Mm -hmm. Um, let's do, uh... (laughs) Oh, man. I'm between the two. I'm gonna do, uh, like, some sort of, like, martial art, but I just don't know
1: if it's gonna be a weapon or, or, uh... Oh okay I love that Um, Well you know if it was melee you'd be like Knives or nunchaku or whatever (laughs) Mm -hmm, You know mm -hmm. uh, would be your specialty So when you're using that thing If it was brawl you might do like disarming Or tripping You know Mm. or Okay like specific Right Uh... Haymaker Like you just throw (laughs) a big punch Boxing you could call you know Yeah yeah boxing Um, each
0: other's ears
1: (laughs) wrestling maybe he's on the wrestling team with uh caleb and Eli. love my
2: boys (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah maybe so yeah that that would be great sure let's do let's do uh wrestling i love that do you know what let's do you know what hopkido is let's do hopkido if you
1: it's It'll work.
2: It's a lot of grappling and, and flipping people over and shit. I don't know
1: where this church is, but there's a local Hapkido school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it, and I approve it, and your specialty is in Hapkido. And just explain to me what that is a little bit, because I do not know what is involved um, in it- Hapkido.
2: There is a lot of, like, grappling and getting out of grapples. So it's there's a lot of similarities to wrestling. But then there's also the, like, being able to, like, flip someone mm-hmm. over, like, just with, like, a wrist grab type thing or, like, arm bars. And, um, I love this guy. This guy is...
1: I'm I'm watching his Christian TikToks. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I see him exercising people with a wrist flip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. In the powerful name of Jesus. In the yeah. power... In the name of Jesus, I flip thee.
4: So if
1: everybody feels like they got all their dots Where they want them And you've all got um, uh, your specialties So it it says you can also add free specialties To academics, craft, performance, and science skills We're going to keep moving on But um, just so you know It's basically saying If if you're good at academics You're not necessarily super good at all academics You, You would pick like literature or history you know Um, and you feel free if you have those skills academics craft performance or science to put a little word there that lets you know what you you, your character kind of specializes in for those skills you get free specialties for them is craft making things it is indeed so you might put carpentry or plumbing or uh gunsmithing great Um, So now we're going to do our advantages And advantages are your character's sort of um, extra perks that they have Um, And uh, some examples are looks Your character is very handsome Or nutritionist Your character is an excellent cook um, some, these are new ones that have been added for Hunter, uh, nutritionist is. Uh, linguistics, you know multiple languages. But there's also things like allies. You have friends who have your back and will come and fight for you and help you out of a tight spot. Or uh, resources. Resources is money. Your character has money that they can use to spend uh, and uh, you know um, buy equipment. So um, I'm going to rattle off all of the different uh, advantages. And you're going to put seven points in advantages. Um, And let's see. Those go on the second sheet of your character sheet under advantages and flaws. Because anything I tell you is an advantage, you can take like a a bad version of it too. Like for example, instead of taking allies, you could take enemies. uh, And those enemies would give you extra dots that you can spend. If that makes sense. So, if instead of taking two dots of allies, you take two dots of enemies, you get two more dots to spend on your advantages because you have taken enemies uh, uh. that can come into play. Um, I would recommend, since we are kind of doing this fast and loose, to, unless you have a really cool idea for a flaw for your character, like maybe we just stick to advantages for right now. But. The advantages are linguistics, you can speak multiple languages. Looks, your character is very good-looking. Of course, there's the flaw where you are grotesque and ugly. You can take that. Um, Nutritionist, where you can cook really well and um, people (laughs) regain health levels more quickly because of how good a cook you are. Um, Then there's allies, like I said, are friends contacts are people who are in a position where they can help you but they're not quite as um, do or die as allies are they're more like I know a guy who works in the black market or I know a guy who's in the mayor's office stuff like that um, fame uh, fame is an interesting one I don't know if any of our characters would have it but it means oh actually whoa, maybe whoa, Zeke, whoa, would. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Zeke would yes. yeah. Zeke, Zeke could have some TikTok fame um influence (laughs) is that that fame (coughs) it is it is in our world anyway (laughs) influence means it's a, a human institution that will listen to you maybe kip has some influence in your church right um Mask. I don't know if that applies to any of us, but it basically means you have fake identities that you can use. Actually, maybe Winnie has one of those because her parents have worked for a shadowy organization and moved her around a lot. So maybe she has some fake identities that she can bring to bear. Uh, Mentor is exactly what you might think. A mentor is somebody who, uh, oh, Amy could count as your mentor if you want it, if that feels interesting to you, uh, Holly. It means
2: we have a mentor that one
1: yeah mentor means that's that you what, would ha- okay okay that have, you have one, someone that you can that go to for one. advice <laughs> okay. right it means that you have one that's right okay. um resources is money and uh the more dots you put in that the richer your character is one of us see- should be rich at least <laughs> I mean, yeah i think
0: my my guy my guy's got money all okay. over the place okay,
1: okay. retainers are servants uh, people that kind of work for you. Uh, so they're not quite as do or die as allies, but they do uh, they do have some sort of loyalty to you and will do small tasks for you and help you out of jams. Um, safe house means you have a place. Well, you can imagine that's a new one for Hunter. Basically, it's a headquarters. And if everybody puts their dots into safe house, all of those dots go toward how cool the safe house is. Oh. If you guys wanted to be able to use the church, for example, as your headquarters, that could be your safe house, and everybody could put a little bit of dots into safe house, and it would give it some advantages. And then okay. finally, status status is your uh, status in the hunter community, not in a. Influences in a regular community like your church but status is in the hunter community. I don't know that any of you have that yet. I would kind of leave that blank, uh, okay. probably. Now look, you How have to spend dots? seven dots right now. Seven. But if you can't think of a way to spend all of them, just make a note. I have two left over, and you figure out during play where to put them.
2: All right, I'm going to put one in a safe house, right? Because you're saying they kind of pull together? Yeah, they pull together. All of ours? Yeah, I'm putting at least one there okay I will too I, I like the idea of having the church yeah that's cool sanctuary baby and I think I'm gonna do influential great
1: cause well is that for the church or the internet followers
2: the followers the followers yeah great the people wanna do you favors thing really like
1: feels true yeah yeah you do what about you Greg where are you putting dots in so I'm definitely I'm leaning toward um,
0: contacts yeah resources yeah retainers Yeah. safe house mentor and I think I have a mentor that actually is connected to an org that I've like done some terrible things for in the past
1: oh interesting okay great uh, there are a lot of org um, descriptions in the book, but we can also come up with our own. so yeah um, perhaps your criminal past is connected to uh, an org that that hunts monsters. I
0: love it yeah i th- I think I did some work work for an org and then um they don't have to go to seven, right that we could put them in five or should we put them across seven?
1: So it's seven dots to spend in all of that stuff. So you have to divide them up. So you might have one in one thing, two in another, and then four in a third thing. Great. Uh, How about you, Holly? Are you finding things for Winnie to put in as advantages?
3: I'm really into linguistics, mask, and mentor.
1: Okay, great.
3: Um, I would like to maybe spend all my dots in three because then I have more dots. But I feel like, Joe, should I also do safe house? For, to so that we you were saying well
2: if she doesn't do safe house is she gonna have the like not have the security well you know like everybody, what it says in everybody
1: the, can use the safe house if the player that created the safe house says so but if only you put dot into safe house it's yours uh Zeke uh, and it probably is a bit smaller right it probably well, I think is like Kip was also gonna do I, that right I did one in safe house yeah okay how many do we need for it to be the church? Uh, well, I, I mean, it can be the church, but maybe it's a part of the church, like the okay. basement or something. Okay. Yeah. No, you okay. guys aren't, you know. yeah, Okay. And or you said it church, it's pre- take... on church property, you know? Yeah.
2: Did you say if we take a flaw, we can get more dots in our advantages? That's right, yeah. What are you thinking of taking a flaw in? I'm not sure yet, but I want to take some, <laughs> because I just want a little extra. Do- How many more dots do we get? Like how does it convert? However many dots the flaw is is how many extra dots you extra get. Extra dots you get. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I want to get fame. I right. think. <sighs> I I think I'll do I want two dots in fame. I I put two dots in beautiful, let's be clear. <laughs> two dots in influential, two dots in fame, and one dot in safe house. So that's all of the that's seven dots. But yeah. Then I also wanted to grab nutritionist because I feel like I've always got the protein shakes at the ready for everyone. Ooh, um,
1: thank you for that. So you right. can take a flaw called stalkers. You have a tendency to attract people who become a tad too smitten with you for your own good. <laughs>
2: that sounds really appropriate. Okay, I'll take stalkers. Story of my life.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I have a couple I have a couple flaws too, uh, Jared, if Yeah, uh, where I, I need to know if well, I, I need. I guess I need some flaws.
1: So in the in the in the book, it shows stalkers as a one dot flaw, meaning you could only oh, okay. get one dot out of it. Is that enough? Is that work for you? Let me see. Well, that's so low cooking, right? I
2: wanted to help the cell, cell chef. I need a. So then I'll need a second flaw.
1: I'll do both. Okay. You could. Not. Yeah. I'll go ahead. Those no, are go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. No, you go.
3: No, 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 no. Um, I wanted to hear you just say a couple more things about masks.
1: Yeah, let's let's look at it. Um, as individuals who must sometimes work in secrecy or with a degree of plausible deniability, hunters find great value in being able to protect themselves with false identities. So if you have one dot in it, you have a f- good fake identity, including a credit card, bank account, credit history, etc. If you have two dots, your mask can pass a background check with the national police. Um, you can also get, get like extra um, oomph by picking another dot, which says that you are zeroed. Someone in high places has purged your records. You officially don't exist. Or you could take a dot that makes you a cobbler you can make or source masks, so you can basically forge new identities for people. I don't know, as a teenager, how much of that is appropriate as a young person, uh, but I'd say that perhaps because your parents are involved in the shadowy world world of the orgs, you definitely could have the level one or two uh, level of this advantage. What do you think?
3: Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and we're looking for another flaw for you. Is mm. that right, Joe?
2: Yeah, I'm wondering because if we can specify, right? Like, I wonder if I'm disliked by a certain group. I have to be disliked by a certain group.
1: Yeah, right. um, yeah sure. I assume. So why don't we take, take a dot of disliked and it's not in the, you know, you're influential among your Twitter followers, but you are disliked perhaps by actual kids at your school. Um, Yeah, 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 something like that. Maybe like all of like the burnouts and the, uh, you know, the freak kids that are into heavy metal really hate you.
2: Yeah. Oh, I bet they do. I bet they do.
1: Yeah. I I I like that idea. Freaks and burnouts hate you. Um, You're on on their websites as someone to mock and ridicule and... uh, what Absolutely. Would a, what would a cool flaw for Winnie be, Jared?
2: I don't know. Let's see. Um, you don't have to have a flaw. Well, because it's just if you want an extra
1: point to put in advantages. Right. It's Do you true. Want, you, you want extra? It's true. You don't have to have a flaw. But, um, for example, Winnie could be destitute. She has. No, well, no, that's not true. Her parents have some money, don't they? Uh, um, she could. Uh, are she you being shunned by money. anyone?
0: You could be too, uh, too caring, like you're you're so em- empathic.
3: Oh, like my greatest strength is also my greatest weakness.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because um, you could an a- you could have an enemy. Mm. That's kind of or fun. maybe you maybe you go without any flaws for right now, or we figure them out while we play. Like yeah, in the middle of playing, you go, wait, is that happening? Then I think that that's my flaw. <laughs> okay. Did you did you tell her the flaws that's under mask
2: too that are funny? I feel oh, yeah. cer- serial error is pretty
1: funny. Serial error. Somewhere someone made a mistake to your detriment. As a result, anyone who does a background check on you will learn that you died recently or on a dangerous <laughs> watch list.
3: Ooh. That's, that's cool. kinda
1: wild. Uh, although I don't <laughs> think it's so necessarily funny. appropriate for what we're doing. So sure, sure. um all right, hey, Jared, so once, I'm gonna take yeah. I'm gonna take two flaws
0: actually, I realize. So one is in the looks department. Okay, great. Um so whatever that could be. I'm just yeah, like, let me look. I, uh, yeah, nobody really. <laughs> uh, likes one stuff. dot.
1: You could. It's called ugly. You lose one die from relevant social dice pools.
0: Okay. Yeah, uh, I'll take that. And then um, nutrition. He he. This guy weighs like 130 pounds, uh, soaking wet. So he's just not very nutritious. He doesn't cook. He doesn't take care of himself.
1: <laughs> well, there. Okay, so. There is no flaw for a nutritionist. It's just a good thing. Damn it. Um, so, <laughs> um, but I think that we've covered it with his one strength. I think that you've really covered. Do you need an extra dot for advantages? Do you need some more advantage dots? I'm just putting
0: one in mask because I do think this guy does have uh, h- has has cooked the books. If, if that oh, makes yeah. sense. Oh yeah. So okay. So, so um, if
1: you need, if you need, he can take two dots of uh, negative looks and be repulsive. Uh, don't make us
3: look at that greg
1: it's honestly too close to the truth
3: Um,
0: (laughs) yeah let's do it he's he's repulsive what
1: great
4: yeah what are we gonna do with him
1: i love it Um, he's got two mask dots so get ready
0: yeah
1: (laughs) um all right um so we have all of our advantages now the last thing that you would do is you would choose your hunter's edges um But I think that we should allow those to develop during play. But we should talk about them a little bit just so people know how the game works. And so you guys know when to go, oh, I think I have an edge here, right? Like, um, I I think I have a power or uh, Mm. a a, um, perk that I could bring into play here. So um, assets are a type of edge. So you can have an arsenal, meaning you have an armory of weapons, fleet. Fleet means you have a garage full of vehicles that you can allow your fellow hunters to use. Ordnance means that you have access to explosives and uh, really powerful uh, you know, military equipment. Library uh, means that you, uh, you can look up things about the monsters. You have an occult library of some sort. Um, then there are types of edges that are called aptitudes, meaning uh, things you're able to do, like global access it means you're so good at hacking that you can get into someone's like deep information by going online and using your edge of global access. Improvised gear means that you can craft weapons on the fly using equipment and components that you have on you. Um, there's even one called drone jockey, meaning that you can control <laughs> drones to do things for you.
2: Hell yeah. Uh, and oh, beast, yeah.
1: And Beast Whisperer. You have like a pet that like follows your every <laughs> command Aww. and attacks for you and things like yes! that. Yes. Yes. Then there are endowments. Endowments are sort of supernatural. Like you're so full of faith that you can sense the unnatural. You can repel the unnatural. Like the power of Christ compels you. Uh-huh. Um, and you can thwart the unnatural, meaning you're immune to their powers sometimes. Or you have a holy artifact that you can use against them. Or some sort of uh, occult artifact that you can use against them. So Hell those yes. are um, just some of the types of edges that exist out there. I think that we should allow them to develop during play. Because this will be kind of our character's origin story, if okay. you will. So, but I want we- you to keep those in mind. If something sounded really good to you... Just sort of steer the story in that direction, <laughs> and I will hopefully pick up on the hint, right? Okay.
2: And and how how many do we end up with? Like, how does that, like, mechanically
1: Very good work. question. According to the book, each character gets two edges and one perk. Perks are, like, little extra um, characteristics of the edge. For example, with uh, improvised gear, you could take the... Uh, well, that's the one where you can create weapons and equipment on the fly um, you could take like uh, a perk called speed crafting normally this mm. edge cannot be used to improvise items under heavy duress such as during an ongoing physical conflict but with this perk the hunter can craft a tool in three turns minus the margin of the test so you can literally create stuff while bullets are flying at you um, so that's an example of a perk so in this game you either get two edges and one perk or one edge with two perks If that makes sense. Um, If it doesn't, don't worry about it. Because we're not not (laughs) that interested right now in in making sure that we have all of our edges lined up. Because we're going to kind of learn who these characters are during play today. Yeah. And then uh, at some point their edges will be in place. And I'll help you make sure we get those right. Um, Okay. Mm. Does everybody feel... Like their character has all their dots filled in where they should be, and they kind of have an idea of who their character is? Yes, sir. Yes. Then then I just want to ask a couple questions about the church, because we are going to start our first scene. Where is this church? And there are no wrong answers. You are creating the story with me right now.
0: Well, you know, one thing that came to mind is... um you know, Jared, you lived in the Midwest. Holly, we've lived in the Midwest. Joe, have you ever lived in the Midwest?
2: No, that's okay. We can do Midwest.
0: There's something about the the Midwest that uh, <laughs> that I love because it's it's not. There's so much. It seems so toast and anodyne, and then there's dark things that happen in the Midwest. Yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah, I was I was wondering if maybe it could be in like. You know well I almost said Missouri but some people would argue Missouri's not in the Midwest but like um, yeah maybe like outside st. Louis or something
1: yeah, yeah I I love that um, so let's uh let's create a town name and because I think well do you think it's in in a big you don't think it's in a big city you think maybe it's outside of st. Louis yeah like a it feels like
0: suburb like a suburb okay it could even yeah. be like a it could even be a made-up suburb. You know. I
1: think it should be made up. Um, yeah. Does anybody have an idea for what it might be called? I, I can throw something out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, was something like Gardenville or like Three Gardens or, uh, you know what I mean? Something with garden in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Garden.
1: View. Green Garden, Missouri. Green, Green Garden. garden. <laughs> yeah. Green garden, Missouri. Um, it's outside St. Louis. And how big is your church?
0: Well, big. yeah, I think pretty big. Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: big. It's,
0: it's, it's not like a mega, mega church, church but not, maybe not as big as like a ten thousand mega church, but like one of those wannabe like, like a thousand. Yeah, I mean couple, we got a couple Mark thousand. Mark Kegel as a
2: pastor. We're gonna yeah, bring I in mean, lots of.
0: Yeah, Mark, yeah, Mark Kegel is growing this thing. He Mark really he's a dynamic leader, and it's really it's growing year over year because of <laughs> Mark Kegel's leadership.
1: Yeah, well, Mark Kegel is doing a great job. I didn't know that, but now we know. <laughs> Mark Hagel is kicking ass for the Lord. Okay. Uh, and a thousand parishioners sounds good to me. Um, what is the name of the church? Hmm. Names are hard. Um, sometimes I just use name generators online. And you'd be surprised oh, what's Crystal available. Crystal Point Community Church. Love it. It's done. <laughs> yep. Crystal point. point. I guess Crystal Point is <laughs> near Green Garden. <laughs> yeah, Crystal Point community. I, Crystal
3: Point. I just see their logos. This just spinning like diamond that looks like it could also kill someone.
1: <laughs> I love it. I'm writing that down. Spinning diamond logo. Actually, um if they really mm-hmm. are wanna be mega church like they wanna be like maybe they actually do have a three dimensional kind of like diamond kind of yeah. sculpture thing mm-hmm. out front and it's right it's like that rotating like yeah and yeah. it looks
3: like it's levitating and you can't figure <laughs> out like what's holding it
1: wow it's just like that's levit- pretty impressive
3: you know like those eternal flames that people have outside of buildings or whatever instead of an eternal flame we have a rotating crystal that seems to be hovering
1: i love it um yeah, the crystal is a part of it. Okay. Um, and then um, uh, what does it look like? I think we just answered that quite a bit, but it's, it's pretty large. Um, it's trying to large. be
3: like a Google campus. It's
2: trying to yeah. look...
1: Oh, okay. It's very. It should, it should new be, oh, I'm,
2: yeah, I'm imagining it like mos- that, like mosaic, mosaic yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah
1: like they
0: and all try to look electric. like corporate campuses, and you know, like, it's 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 church for the unchurched. It's it's you know, it's cool church.
2: It's cool it's Jesus, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. And what kind of things does your church do? What is it known for in the community in Green Garden? For being mm.
3: sexy Christian. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah like and we're we're really like plugged in right like because we've got the TikTok. y I i feel yeah. like i'm in charge of that part yeah for but, like sure. the TikTok, the social media like we're always in contact with our community great I think presence. they're very
0: cool yeah even yeah, though yeah. they're not yeah, yeah. super every,
3: cool everybody like puts on a full face of makeup and designer clothes every sunday
0: yeah designer to the midwest though
1: like yeah
3: yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's um, so Calvin Klein.
1: <laughs> here, finally, the most important question: What is your church's attitude toward the idea of Satan and supernatural evil?
0: Crush it. Uh, I think it. I mean, here, here's my pitch: Is yeah, that crush it. They they are. They believe in it, and they believe it. It, it is at work. Um, but that's not the first thing they're going to tell you when you walk in the doors of this church. Yeah. Like this is a church that is trying to be like, this is for everybody, this is but you know, then once you drill down, it's like Pastor Mark Cagle is gonna tell you that Satan is very real and there are demonic forces at work. And- but may mm-hmm. I may
3: I add a nuanced spin pitch?
1: Yes, please. That
3: the church and especially Mark, like they believe that it's real. But mm-hmm. their stance is much more like Defensive rather than offensive in that they're like oh it's real but we're going to guide you to live in such a way that like it, it, you're sort of untouchable and the three of us are like no fuck that oh we're yeah mur- no we're going we're in we're murdering them like we're yeah. offensive we're tactical and strategic while the church just maintains a defensive position of like you can defend yourself against these dark powers by living according to the way we tell you to
2: well, and Winnie's younger, right? Like, as a youth leader, maybe it's
1: the youth are taking the aggressive,
3: yeah.
2: like, spin towards it. Well,
1: yeah. we're going to find out because we're going to see uh, what a youth service looks like today. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, yeah. I just oh, want to I, I start our uh, – I just want to give a little more context. So I think, Winnie, I think, you're, I think your parents moved you here not too long ago, and you got the feeling that – Uh, Their new jobs weren't their real jobs, like, not the real reason that they were here. Uh, And lately, they've been really uh, not home a lot, like, gone all the time. What I think of is, uh, did you ever watch The Americans? Yes. Yes. And how those kids were always like, where are mom and dad? Yeah. I think that that's kind (laughs) of what your parents have been doing. Like, there's a lot of nights where you microwave your own food Uh, And you get a real sense that your dad's new position as part of uh, a plywood company's uh, sales department is not his actual job. Yeah. Okay, very good. So that's how you've gotten here. Uh, And
3: may I add one thing to that, Jared?
1: Yes, please.
3: I have a friend who just recently, his father passed away and he discovered that his father had been in the CIA his whole life. And he thought his father was like... Um, working on what was it, Greg? Some animal thing? Aquatic,
0: aquatic mammal rescue.
3: He thought his, da- his whole life, he was like, My dad is an aquatic mammal rescuer. His dad was in the CIA. And what oh. he put together after his father's death when he learned that his dad was in the CIA is that he put it together that they lived in DC. And one month before 9 11, his dad moved them out of DC immediately. So I want that to be a thing. Cause like, like, cause he knew something was coming. Yeah. And so I want that maybe to be like we've just moved, and I'm suspecting that it's because my parents know something.
1: Um, done. That's that's absolutely what Ooh. the situation is. Um, and so I think that um, with that context, we should uh, move uh, to uh, the scene to uh, Crystal Point Community Church, where um, this this particular, uh, evening, it's, it's, let's say, I don't think it is a Sunday. What, what night does youth service occur? Wednesday, Wednesday nights. Right. So, um, Kip, you've been, uh, called by pastor Mark Cagle and pastor Mark has asked you, and says that the youth, the youth minister, uh, who needs a name, the youth minister, Brian Talbot. <laughs> yes. Youth minister, Brian Talbot, uh, is, uh, is unavailable by phone. It seems like something, maybe he's he's had an emergency or something, and they need someone to fill in for the youth service tonight. And uh, Pastor Mark knows that you've been, you know, wanting to show that you can do more for the church, and uh, maybe this is your time to step up and maybe lead the youth service tonight. What do you think?
0: Well, I think that's a great idea. I've got ai got a bunch of ideas for different activities that we could do to... <laughs> raise money for the youth group and uh or just you know fun activities in general
1: that's that's great to hear kip that's great um so i can count on you to take care of the service tonight then
0: absolutely absolutely
1: yeah remember you know you got to know how to talk to the kids you know uh, sure i know you have two boys so you know how to talk to kids <laughs> you know to connect with kids uh, it's not about rules. It's about possibilities. That's what they want to hear.
0: Well, you know, I, uh, I have a powerful testimony and, um, and I, I would love if Eli. you know, I love it when Eli and Caleb, they're, they're active in the youth group. And I love to, I love to get up there and show them that their dad's got, uh, uh, leadership skills and, uh, has a, has a lot to, a lot to show these kids love to keep it positive. Love
1: keep it, keep positive. it positive. Jesus is positivity. That's what I always say. All right, uh, I trust you, Kip, uh, and I can't wait to hear how it went. And I'm going to try to f- figure out where Brian's a- off to. Thanks so much, Mark. God <laughs> bless you. Um, and so um, uh, let's cut straight to the youth service, and I think that Winnie and Zeke are in attendance. Um, and uh, let's hear maybe a little bit of Kip's sermon. Um, <laughs> but Kip, I want to I want to let you know that as you look out at the... Uh, audience of of teenagers, um, it seems that there are a lot of empty seats tonight. In fact, uh, I can go ahead and say an abnormally large amount of empty seats tonight. There are a lot of people that normally are there that aren't there. You would notice this as well, Zeke. Winnie, I don't know how new you are to the community, but uh, it does feel like this isn't a strong showing for uh, the youth service here at Crystal Point Community Church.
3: Yeah, there's more chairs set up than there are people here, so... Oh
2: uh, yeah, but you know, like, there's a lot of big fans for, uh, Brian, who just seems to be missing tonight. I wouldn't chalk it up to anything like more than that, Winnie. You're in good hands here. Kip's a good dude, and I can't wait to have him be, uh, uh, the receptacle that we get to hear a sermon from in a minute. You're just, you're gonna love it. Also, Winnie, saw you shredding it on the half pipe earlier. Yeah. Yeah, that was you
3: right? Yeah, I did 450. <laughs> I very just want nice. to let everybody
1: know that there is a big poster up on one of the walls here in the room where they do the youth ministry that says, Be the Receptacle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it reminds oh, you to I, be the receptacle of Christ.
2: I have a very important physical note I forgot to mention, is that um, uh, Zeke has hashtag bless spelled out across his knuckles. These ones. These, but I is think it Permanent oh yeah they're tatted on wow yeah.
1: awesome that's crazy.
3: I was just about to be like I really like your tats dude they're tight thank you you yeah, know just really... living that hashtag yeah. blessed life oh yeah that's cool yeah I thought it said breast <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh wow no 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 that would not be that would be pretty unrighteous of me yeah
0: well it uh, doesn't look like too many are uh, gonna show up so I'm gonna go ahead and lead us in a word of prayer if you all uh, could uh, yeah. could listen up,
2: absolutely,
0: <laughs> dear God, we just are here tonight to uh, just uh, honor you and commune and fellowship with each other, our wonderful youth group here at Crystal Point. Uh, please keep in your prayers, God, the uh, the wonderful work of Brian Talbot. Uh, he couldn't make it tonight, and so I'm mm-hmm. stepping in for him and and also, Lord, if you could just bless Pastor Mark because we know he is. Uh, He's leading us, and uh, beside those still waters, that's where you meet us, Lord. And so, also, God, we just want to pray for the upcoming foot wash, car wash that we're going to be doing to raise money for the uh, the summer missions trip uh, to mm, to Mexico, <laughs> as we as we say. So, <laughs> Lord, uh, just uh, bless these youth; they uh, they're on fiery fire for you, God, and uh,
1: so fiery, um,
0: and uh, in your in your holy name we pray. Amen.
1: Uh, very good. Um, so we can hear a little of the service, but I will say, Kip, you notice uh, when you're up there on the pulpit that uh, Brian Talbot had left some notes, mm. perhaps for uh, for uh, a service that he was going to do. And you notice that uh, maybe maybe it um, puts you a little off your game because you notice all of these people are missing and he was going to preach on the rapture. On the taking up of Christian souls that would disappear when the rapture came. Yeah, it seems
0: here, like on these notes, is uh, it's uh, it's basically a bunch of uh, some it's 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 some verses from Revelation, and uh, and and it just uh, it's circled uh, that the uh, he's written out the final the final trumpet uh, will sound. And he circled it, and he's and he circled it so much, it, it's it's as if he's broken the pen nib. <laughs> yes. Huh. Uh, yeah. On the final trumpet will sound, and that that is, I mean, uh, yeah, it's definitely a bit unnerving because, you know, we're we're about at fifty percent capacity tonight.
2: Oh sure, Mister Talbot's like always on about the rapture that it did
3: that would also mean that only half of us are like worthy of heaven <laughs> yeah no, i know i mean, wouldn't the- be surprised if be left behind uh no winnie don't say
2: that yeah have more confidence
1: let's uh I- let's let's just see how kip's sermon goes a, a, a great start to the sermon um But let's just go ahead and try the roll mechanic once to see how it goes. So um, you only need Ah. one color dice right now. In a little while, I'll get into the desperation and danger mechanics in this game, which are specific to this game. But for now, we're just going to see how a basic roll would go. So um, I'm going to tell you what dice pool to put together to preach the word of God. And I think that it's going to be charisma (laughs) plus... Um, probably persuasion. Although uh, performance would work as well. Um, what do you think would be uh, the proper uh, or how does Kip approach his sermon?
0: Yeah, definitely persuasion, and um, I think who knows if charisma is uh in <laughs> Kip's strong suit. He does have a two. He does have a two charisma.
1: I think yeah. I think that you know often in this game I'll tell you what you have to use okay sometimes I'll tell you what do you think you would use but uh-huh. in this particular case, I think in order to uh in order to minister to these youths you need some charisma here so use okay, charisma great. plus and I'll allow you to use persuasion okay, uh, so great. you're gonna roll that many dice uh, how many dice is that your charisma plus your persuasion
0: that is uh Two charisma and three persuasion.
1: Two charisma and three persuasion. So that's five dice. Pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Roll them and tell me how many come up six or above. And that's going to tell us how well the sermon goes. (laughs) Do we have crits in this system too? Yeah, so if you ever roll two tens, that doesn't count as two successes, it counts as four successes. Anytime you roll double tens...
0: And I'm telling you what now? How many come up? Uh, six or above. Six or above. Well, uh,
1: <laughs> only two. Only uh, two. Okay, that's not horrible. Basically, it, it means y- your sermon was very average. Which <laughs> yeah, that Kip seems about is, right. Yeah, Kip is very good at a lot of things. But uh, maybe one of them is not public speaking. Uh, no. Being repulsive certainly doesn't help. <laughs> right. Yeah, no,
0: no one likes to look at Kip up there no. sweating through his uh, awkward uh, khakis.
1: So no one feels really on fire for the Lord when you finish. Um, okay. And then, uh, you know, it becomes sort of the social hour time. Uh, I actually, we'll say that the, serv- the, the service is letting out. And our three characters can interact a little bit. I, I, I'd like to see them talk to each other what they would say to each other before something else happens.
0: Hey uh, hey you two uh, what you think what'd you think about uh, when I said uh, here I am I stand at the door and knock and uh, you know if you open the door, I'll come in and uh, eat with them and they'll eat with me Did you get that did you, did you get that part of the sermon that did you, did you guys like that?
2: yeah i mean i i i love food dude
0: oh uh, yeah. okay yeah <laughs> well uh you know that's kind of that's that's from revelation that's uh that's going off of uh you know right right the, uh, the some of the notes that 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 pastor brian left me so just uh i'm, I'm, I'm kind of picking up where he left off if you, if you think about it
2: totally totally it's a warm-up phase you know
3: I I really like the book of Revelation because there's like seven headed beasts and stuff but like I understand that it's apocalyptic literature and I like sort of don't think we should take it literally also it was like a it was a bronze age text written by one person who probably was on psilocybin or some type (laughs) of thing because it was John the revelator who wrote Revelation and um, he was like On an abandoned island at the time And he was probably eating different things I don't know Zeke you know more about like Food and stuff but like You know apocalyptic literature is basically about Like oppressed people groups like trying to Give themselves hope to get out of there so I just didn't like get a lot of that From the message but I mostly was just Distracted the whole time because I was thinking about Like you know Why revelation and what's it how's that actually Supposed to speak into our lives when it's a bronze Age text of a person who was on Mushrooms writing about Seven heaven, heaven Dragons and then, like, how could that possibly apply to us, like, in our current day and age?
0: Okay, you know, uh, uh, Brian didn't leave me any uh, notes about all that, uh, so... I, I mean,
2: I, Winnie is, like, so smart, Did Kip, like, you should just ask her to help you with the sermon maybe sometime. Like, that's some real great stuff you're throwing out here. Yeah, I didn't well, understand uh, any of it. Wow!
1: You're,
0: you're kind of referencing stuff you don't know a, a lot about there, uh, uh, Winnie, so be careful with that. Is all I'm going to say. Just be careful.
1: You all notice, right. you notice, Kip, that there's someone standing in the back, and it is Pastor Mark Cagle. He looks like he's dropped in.
0: Oh, oh, hey guys, oh, uh, hey Mar- Mark. Well, wow. it's uh, Pastor Mark Cagle.
4: Oh. Mark,
0: How yeah, are you doing? Hey, did you catch hey, any of Kip, the?
1: I had a, I had I had some time tonight, so I I dropped by and caught the end of your sermon. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I was uh, six men off the bench tonight, so solid,
1: okay. ma- solid stuff, solid stuff. Oh, thanks hey, so much. Hey, Mark, uh, be the receptacle. That's <laughs> right. We're all going to be the receptacle, right? Every day, right? And... We'll get up in the morning and ask yourself, "How am I the receptacle?" yeah, how yeah. can I be the receptacle? Yeah, for Christ, I mean Christ. Um, Kip, uh, I'm a little concerned about the attendance, uh, and I still haven't been able to get in touch with Brian. Yeah,
0: you know he uh, he left me a message asking me if I could fill in, and then he didn't uh, didn't didn't leave any instructions, so I just showed up. I was kind of going off his notes
1: there. do you uh do you kids know uh, where uh, some of your friends might be tonight? Uh, hold on. Let me check the gram.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, is that uh, Instagram?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, okay. Instagram. Yeah. I've uh, my, my sons are on it.
2: Oh
1: yeah, I know. Hey, I follow him. We've there got a pretty be. strong gram here at Crystal Point. Yeah, you yeah, should check it out.
3: Yeah, I, I like that. Um, is that a real diamond in your ear, Mark? That's cool.
1: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I mean, uh, we are the Crystal Point, so you know. Oh, cool. This is this is my holy symbol you know oh, uh, yeah, cool. um, I feel like Christ's power flows through it um, oh, cool. and I really I really recommend you know each of you find uh, an object you know that can kind of represent well how you can be the receptacle you know uh, uh, it's your personal receptacle all right yeah uh, it doesn't have to be a diamond okay. you know. Maybe yeah. for you, it's like uh, an old rubber band or a cup you really like. Yeah, a literal receptacle. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah.
3: yeah.
1: But, uh, you know, I think that that can be really useful to have a way to kind of focus your love of Christ.
3: Yeah. that's. I, I keep this rubber band around my wrist so I can, like, snap my skin and make me be more present.
1: <laughs> right. So, Kip, maybe you and the, the kids here could kind of uh, find out why we had a little... Dip in attendance. Uh, i have been looking at the numbers. It looks like it's been uh, the last couple weeks. Yeah, yeah going think, back uh, two months. I think we.
0: I think we could get to the bottom of that. I hope it's not because of my message. I, I you know, I, I didn't have a lot of time to
1: prepare. So. Kip, solid stuff. Okay, I, thanks so much. I, I was able to follow the entire thing. Uh, there was a beginning, a middle, and an end. Great. And great. Uh, well, I hope you, you
0: know, can uh, mention that to the board of elders. That'd be great.
1: Well. Yeah, I could, I could, I could mention that to the board of elders. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, we all serve in different capacities here at Crystal Point. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we all have a job to do, and we we, we got to do our best in the place where we're at. You know, uh, glory, glorify God, and what you do in your day to day. You know, um, yeah, absolutely. I guess, uh, I guess is, yeah.
2: Hey Jared, do I do I see like when I look on Instagram, do I see like what the kids that are normally here like what are they up to? You know, like if I go to their profile, I'm like you know doing a little yeah. social media,
1: snooping. yeah, yeah. So one of the kids, uh, a girl named Carly that you know pretty well. First of all. Um, you don't see anything, like, abnormal. Like, they sure. are posting okay. normal pics from school and things like that. But one of the kids, Carly, uh, this girl that you know, has posted <laughs> uh, a bunch of weird out-in-the-woods pics. Um, okay. She's, like, out in the woods and, like, posting all these pics of, like, kind of lights out in the woods. Huh. Okay. Um, and um,
2: Do I see anyone else there with her? Who's tagged in the picture?
1: Um, it's all really silhouette Like, it's mm. kind of like uh, like she's she's being really arty about uh, mm. you know it's supposed to be like beautiful lights shimmering in a clearing in the woods and you actually know where that is um, mm. it's a place where the townies kind of hang out and drink uh. you know it's like one of those places out in the woods where they've the, there's like old couches sitting around oh and yeah people I'll go out and smoke weed and
2: near
0: the old quarry
2: yeah uh. out near the quarry yep I, I think some of our our fellow youths might be uh, partaking in some sinful behavior.
0: Ah, uh, shoot. shoot!
2: Where where is that? Oh, uh, where where is that? Zeke, uh, you know, it's <laughs> you know it's the it's the clearing like of the. It, they, uh, they
1: do call it the clearing. That's what they the, call it. It's one of those places that doesn't really have a name. It's it's up on the ridge. Uh, near the quarry, as our friend Kip has said, you have to walk up a big hill and go de- back deep into the woods to get to it. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can show you at some time yeah. when any you know, just you know, hit me. You know, like, do you have your phone on you? Yeah, let me get you my digits. Okay, cool. Yeah.
0: I told I, I told my sons they should never go to the clearing ever, and they uh, I, they, they better not be out there.
2: Oh, wait, it's you know, great, great like observation on like what not to do and like exercising that self control.
1: Uh, is- by the way, your sons walk up because they were present for the sermon yeah. tonight, and they're like, "Dad, can we get McDonald's?" Hey, yeah, uh, anything you
0: want, guys. <laughs> you guys got a big, uh, you got a big match tomorrow, which is awesome. Yeah,
1: is I really gotta awesome. load
0: up. Yeah, well, hey, you're gonna have to weigh in and weigh out. Just, just remember that. Uh, so.
1: They're excited about the McDonald's and they're like giving each other high fives.
0: <laughs> I tell you, these these two guys, they can eat. They can really eat. Wow. <laughs> can you imagine? These guys came out of me. Well, I mean my wife, but, you know. I'm in there somewhere.
1: <laughs> uh, Alright, dude. <laughs> A lot of detail. So, um, you can do whatever you want, but I would like your characters to tell me what they do next. They do not have to, like, go and look at this place the clearing right now they could wait until tomorrow they could talk to some of the kids that they thought went there Uh, i really i'm saying all this to just say do what would your character do next and let's Uh, start with we can start with josephine what do you think zeke does next
2: i'm gonna wait outside for whenever winnie exits as well so that i can uh, see if she wants to check out the clearing
1: together Oh wow, Winnie. Well what what is Winnie going to do?
3: <laughs> she definitely does. Um I want to I have a bike. I have my I brought my bike tonight, so I found the clearing immediately on my phone and I'm riding my bike over there
0: right now. Oh, okay. Oh wait, oh. you're gonna are you going together or no?
2: You wanna come, Zeke? Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. You're gonna be there. You need you need a, a fellow uh, uh someone who's gonna help you stay on the right course, I'll be right there by your side. I have pegs on my back tire. If you just want to jump on, I can ride us there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And i put my skateboard like in my backpack,
1: but I'll ride on the pegs on the back.
3: Yeah, just hold on to my shoulder.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So right. you guys are all right. Is, is Kip going out as well? Is everybody going out to the clearing right now?
0: Well, Kip, I think one thing I'm wondering about is uh, just what's going on with Brian. Yeah, uh, so you know, it. I don't really have the authority of Brian. Maybe Kip needs to kind of get to the bottom of Brian. What do you think, Jared?
1: That sounds like a great idea.
0: Um, because I feel like he doesn't really have the authority to like go and he's he's just the uh, he's just the uh, he's just the the odd man filling in right now. So I think he's kind of worried about Brian. He can't not answering his phone and. uh it. Do the
1: you way. want to go over to Brian's uh, house?
0: Yeah, Brian's condo. <laughs>
1: Brian is a, Brian's condo. Brian is a single guy. He's a young guy. Uh, yep. He hasn't he hasn't uh, met a wife yet, uh, and uh, he he has a a place. He's got one of those condos that's kind of attached to a, a like an outdoor mall. You know, it's got <laughs> like a Coldstone <laughs> and an H and M, things like that. So you Great. can drive over there, and, and the the best part about that, Kip, is that it's the McDonald's is on the way okay great so you can pick up mcdonald's for the boys on your way over there uh and then i I hear where how zeke and uh and winnie are heading out to the clearing and so um let us resolve each of these scenes uh as follows um zeke and winnie let's start with you you guys um arrive at a place where it's going to be tough to just ride the bike because you're riding up like a grassy hill so you have to walk it the rest of the way and you're gonna have to walk deep into the woods um, do you want to do that? Are you going to go? You're go- you're intent on going out there tonight, right now, right? I am. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll
2: help. I'll carry. I'll carry the bike. I
1: got this. <laughs> oh, cool. Great. Um, and so um, you move into the woods, and uh, as you get a little deeper, you know, it's very dark. Uh, youth group lets out like at 10 p.m. You know, um, so. Uh, it's getting up towards like 11 o'clock at night as you kind of head into these woods and you head towards the clearing. Uh, and um, uh, you can give me rolls to see what you notice uh, as you move through the woods in the dark here. You didn't say that you were carrying a flashlight or anything like that. So give <laughs> me, um, why don't we call them wits plus awareness rolls and tell me how many six or above results you get on that roll. Ooh, I get
2: seven dice. on that. I got three. (laughs) Three to roll. Yeah, I got two successes.
1: How did you do, uh, Winnie? What am I looking for, Jared? Six or above. How many dice rolled six or above? Six, eight, eight, six, four. Four. Okay. So it is only Winnie who notices as you're moving uh, through the woods that something is moving through the woods with you. In fact... Mm -hmm more than one something occasionally very faintly you hear uh, the kind of the crushing sound of leaves being treaded uh, underfoot uh, and for one brief second you get what looks like uh, a glowing eye out in the woods near you Winnie uh, and then uh, you know the quiet sound of leaves being tread upon uh, something uh, or some things are all around you as you move toward the clearing.
3: Is the eye glowing? Is it a color, or is it just like a...
1: It like the eye of an animal. Ooh. Mm. Um. Hey, Zeke. How you Yo, feel?
2: Yeah, what's up? Uh, I feel great. I mean, I didn't get my workout in earlier, so I'm really loving this trick. How about you, Winnie? I... You're not, we're not alone. No, God's always with us. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah, that too. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I'm glad we're on the same page. Do you want to continue on toward the clearing, or do you want to look for whatever is following you, trailing you, I or wanna, a third thing I haven't thought of?
3: I want to behave erratically in my direction <laughs> and see if it is in fact following me, or if I was just next to something.
1: Great. So you're kind of not no longer going straight for the clearing. You're kind of like moving around in an er, erratic <laughs> direction. Um, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. It, it sounds like you're trying to kind of draw out whatever is out there, and you think that it might be an animal. So give me a manipulation plus animal Ken roll.
3: <laughs> um, three.
1: I just have one. I have a nine. One nine. Just one nine. Okay. Um, that's not enough for you to get the jump on whatever this is. So. Uh, uh, do you follow Winnie, or do you go to the clearing, uh, Zeke? Do you stick no, with Winnie? No, no, I'm sticking with her. I, you know, she's new in town. Like, I don't want to get lost. Okay, so um, as you are kind of, like, going in circles and trying to, like, get the, get the get behind your pursuer, Winnie, you suddenly realize that you've kind of stumbled out into the clearing. And out here in the clearing, it's now empty, but you can see that someone has set up big kind of, like, powered, like, lights. They're not on right now. They're off. And they're connected to a generator. uh, And there are a lot of chairs out there. And the clearing looks like it's been really trampled on recently. Like there have been a lot of people out here at once. Which is abnormal because normally it's like five burnouts, right? And this looks like uh, hundreds of people have been here. But more importantly, you did not get the jump on who your pursuers were. And out of the woods as you're standing there comes one dog. And it looks like a stray and then another dog. Oh no. And then another. And then another. And suddenly you realize that all around you in the clearing are at least ten dogs. And they Whoa well, well, well. begin snarling at you. Meanwhile, across <laughs> town, you've arrived at the condo of Brian Talbot. All
0: right. Let's see here, number thirteen. I'm gonna go ahead and leave the boys in the car. Yeah. All right. No lights are on. Doorbell. No,
1: no lights are on. Do you want to ring the doorbell?
0: Better go ahead and ring the doorbell. We go.
1: Immediately, you hear thumping inside, and the door unlocks. And Brian Talbot appears. Um, he looks a little haggard, uh, like his hair is kind of in a mess, and uh, he looks a little unshaven. Uh, and he's like, Kip, hi. Uh, Brian, uh,
0: sorry. Come in, come in, come in, come uh, in. Oh, oh, do you mind? Uh, what? Hey, hey, boys, just uh, one, one minute, all right? Uh... Hey, uh, everything going, uh... Wow, this place is, uh... (laughs) Need need to clean up around here a little bit, maybe. A little little, little discombobulating. Anyway, um, everything okay? I I just, you know... Everything's
1: fine. Everything's good. (coughs) Yeah, things are good. (laughs) I
0: was just, uh, you know, everything went great tonight at, uh... At, uh, Excite.
1: Oh, Uh, excellent. Hey, uh, Kip, uh, would you mind covering for me there for the time being I I I don't think I'm going back
0: not going back Uh, well well, why the heck people at Crystal Point love you Brian (laughs) I just can't uh,
1: I just can't attend a false church anymore a false church what do you mean I mean I, I just don't know if you're ready to hear this
0: Brian, you're one of the most talented people that we've ever had at Crystal Point. Uh, and you're uh, you're smart, you're capable. I just don't understand why you would say something like this. But yes, of course you can trust me. Can,
1: anybody can trust me. I just, I can't go back to that fake, sorry, phony, commercial Thing you call a church anymore. I've seen them. I've seen them, Kip. You seen you've seen what, Brian? And he looks you right in the eyes and you can tell that he's absolute serious absolutely serious when he says Angels
0: Well (laughs) Brian, that's not a bad thing, that's a great (laughs) thing. I mean heck, I would love if I saw an angel
1: for real I worship the one true god now not his shadow I'd like for you to come with me your boys right. too
0: my boys too you want are, you, you are huh? there's another
1: uh-huh. service tomorrow night we're going every night now
0: do you want right to see enough. them Gotta admit, you've piqued my interest. Uh, hey, boys! Uh, <laughs> they're they're eating their snacks. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll see your angels, Brian. It can be I'm kind
1: uh, of scary, Kip
0: I'm telling you, you, you're kind of scaring me, Brian. But I—it's scary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you'll see. You'll hey. see will be there. You'll be part of the true faith now, and so that is where we will leave our uh, adventure for now. <laughs> uh, Kip is going to attend a new type of service. Uh, if uh, if he goes, he might find some uh, dead teenagers uh, <laughs> who seem to be in a little I bit love of trouble. Dead teenagers. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. That's that's our. We we got through character creation. We've we started it. our story. Thank you so much, Joe, Holly, and Greg. You guys were amazing and fantastic. Find these guys online. Listen to the Mega Podcast. uh, Let them know how much you enjoy their performances, uh, everybody uh, who's listening and watching. And uh, we'll be back next week with more Hunter the Reckoning. Good night, Glass Cannon Nation.